What's going on, my people? This is Wale from the Pregame Podcast. We appreciate your support. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, and wherever you listen to podcasts. We love y'all, and until next time, peace. Yo, what's going on, my people? You already know what time it is when you hear my voice. That means you are listening to the pregame podcast. We are back with another episode. I am Ole, your humble and uh, gracious host. Here with my humble and gracious co-host, Miss Brianna, Miss Bribri, aka Bribri with the shoulders, aka Brister Soldier, aka Bri Speaks. We also have newest member, newest cast member of the pregame podcast, my boy since 2009, CCRI days. Shout out to CCRI Flanagan. You know what I'm saying? Gang, gang, green and white, bitch ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? We don't wear no blue or red. We wear green and white, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Run up on you with that education and start telling you how to fix your life type shit. That's how we gang banging in 2022. Uh, my man Josh, a.k.a. J. Casanova. AKA Jay Aguila, is that, is that, and then AKA Jay Money. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to give him mad because Jay and anything after the letter J just sounds mad gangster. Oh, hell yeah. 100%. <laughs> so, 100%. So, can we like add something like Josh Posh? No. Get out of here. What? Mute her mic. Mute her mic for five minutes. Mute her mic for five minutes. I might just minutes. cut that. <laughs> no, honestly, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Not even two minutes My in and Bree's already with the fuck. Because I asked him if I could call him Billiam. <laughs> Yo, mute her mic, bro. I, I, I was it. I was Yo, mute her. Billiam, get her the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's not my man. That's not my nigga Yo. doing that. That's not my nigga we, acting we, like we, that. We even go in, Yeah, we just been doing like harsh ciders and like a little bit of like 1800. But damn, Bree. <laughs> already with the fuckery, man. Already with the fuckery. Goddamn. But we here, man. You notice I didn't say what name because there's one person on this podcast that doesn't matter how well he does. He can have a three-month streak. He is going to find a way to fuck his own streak up. And that is the one and only Thompson Cootie, a.k.a. Red Velvet. He is late per usual. And like I said, that nigga could be on time six months in a row. He late once. It's already like a strike against him because he's been late so many times that we just come to God expect damn. it. You know what I'm saying? I have to just say, um, <clears throat> Thompson be mad he don't get benefits for part-time work. Facts. Mm. Facts. And we've put him on probation I don't know how many times, but by the grace probation. of God, probation, for sure. Oh, for sure. Shoot. I mean... You have done more work in the last two weeks. Oh, don't do that, sir, please. I'm doing it. it. it listen. You have done more work you, in the last two episodes and putting all of the, I mean, you came with. You he's came, saying you've demonstrated dedication. Is like what he's my saying. nigga, I'm talking, I'm just, I'm talking <laughs> dedication, work ethic. Bro, you brought, you came to the pod with your own shit. You bought all of your own equipment. Granted, you get it on a, on a low low. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my donors and my job. You know, love you. Thank yeah, you. shout out to the donors. We appreciate J-O-D you. J.O.D. holding it down. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? That's the president of the company, but J.O.D. Word, you. word. We appreciate you too because you, you're a sponsor of the pregame. Real shit. You're making, you're helping us get get our audio shit together. And, and last last episode, it was just a pleasure to listen to. It was just so nice. My but, pleasure. My pleasure. Was, yeah, appreciate was, you, Doug. It was hella smooth. Uh, Dominican 
Lincoln Park. Jay Smooth. Say the black people way. Smooth as a motherfucker. <laughs> yep. Yep. So this is episode 268 of the pregame podcast. Uh, we're just going to jump in with check in. One, two, three noses. Josh got to go first because he was last. I saw it in my peripheral. Three second and I'm last. All right. So my check in. One, two, one, two. Uh, things have been pretty well. Um... I kind of promise, uh, Deja, I would not go into detail with our beautiful event last night. Shout out to Wale hosting the uh, third shift last night. Appreciate uh, you for coming but, out, my brother. But I can definitely speak on my so far perspective of the whole experience. Things seems to be working out great. I can promise you guys there is a third date coming in soon. Hey, we love to hear that. We love to hear that. Your check-in is going to be like relationship updates with whatever else you want to talk about. I feel like that's the narrative of the story. Because we're following it. It's a telenovela now. Yeah. I need you to know that. Yeah, it has to be a telemundo type of thing. So, uh, telenovela, the J... (laughs) Telenovela, yeah, that's what it is. Jason J. Love. um, J. Casanova. J. Casanova. (laughs) All right. I like that That one can stick. Josh Posh can go, but that one can stick. All right, fine. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, there's a possible... um, third date coming in uh hopefully next week so things are pretty good i'm happy on my end so we'll see what happens in the near future other than that um coming back to work after a long day weekend you know what i'm saying uh, especially uh doing the first episode with you guys um it, it's been really really pretty cool the one i know you don't like to talk about negativity but we i got a kind of mention it it's like when good things happen to you there's certain like negative negative uh impact comes your way and unfortunately uh my personal ig account got hacked during game night <laughs> see i i, I, I need to i need to be 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 clear about this you don't that's not negativity that's fact we speak three things on this podcast right real shit fuck shit and current events all right so <laughs> i got hacked basically and it was just like and it's like me and Wale, I think we were playing either Domino's or Jenga. Mm-hmm. And it was just occurring in that moment. And I was just blown away. Uh, you know, hackers are hackers. They did what they did. Uh, I already told people, like, it's fake. It's, you know, I have no control of it. I don't even know if I'm ever going to get that account again. So, um, you know, my new IG, if those want to follow, is J, uh, J Casanova underscore. And um, other than that. Everything's been good. Can't complain. Shout out to the name sticking. Yo. Word. It, it, it kind of like, uh, what's the word? I think everything just fell into places. You know what I'm saying? I lost that account. Boom. I had to create a new one. Boom. I said, why not uh, Jay Casanova? You know? And shout out to my little sister, uh, prom queen 2022. Uh, what school? Uh, oh, no. Never mind. Don't say the school. Cassie is a charter school. Word. It's a charter school. Uh, her prom night was Wednesday. Uh, with all the investment I put into that attire and the makeup and stuff. You paid for all that? I. Who else will do it? <laughs> Your mom. No. No? It's, it's Josh. Okay. J. Poppy. J. Pop nigga. Come on, bro. You can only have. I'm putting a cap. You can only <laughs> you can cap, only have cap is in line or is that a no, limitation? I'm, like what we're doing? Putting a, I'm putting <laughs> a very up. hard <laughs> brick ceiling on your nicknames. <laughs> you get eight nicknames, nigga. That's like that's like oh that's seven right there. Alright. J Poppy, J Casanova, J Aguila, fucking uh J J Cat uh no, what did I call you last week? J Cass or some shit. Yeah. Nigga. 
eight is the limit. You can't you can't just be all these J's, nigga. What the fuck? If you're gonna do that, you might as well start a YouTube a YouTube series. I, I actually do have a YouTube series, but that's a whole different thing. So anyway, uh, but you learn something new every day. You know what I'm saying? Of course. I didn't know you went to Mount. Yeah, class of 2007. I know I've seen you before. Really? You were class of 09. You were class of 09? Mm -hmm. I'm older than you? Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. I don't know how to take that. (laughs) Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. I just reacted. Yeah, Bree's only 30, bruh. 31 this month. Oh, snap. Mm hmm. My my pleasant sister. All right. Hey, Uh, go kill these. Yeah, um, not that much. Uh, Damn. <laughs> but some of the kilties, not all of the kilties. Yeah, the football team didn't do that well in 2007. Basketball team did decent, but it hasn't been the same. But long story short, shout out to my little sister. You did well. I'm proud of you. And I'm glad my money was not um, out of like of waste. So that's my check-in. Word. Pre-break. So this week was an interesting week. It felt like it went by in a flash. But I just want to tell you guys that um, I want some money this week. And even if it was Cha-ching. a quarter, I want some money this week. So Cha-ching. I have to make sure that I acknowledge that fact. Um, <laughs> good, man? I'm good. Um, I want some money this week. And... I don't know. It just really felt like a good week. There was some there was some things I saw that was like off putting, but like overall was a good week. So like I don't know. This world is coming to a weird place. And I just I I, I came across some kids on the corner asking random cars for money. What age are these kids? I'd say between six and nine, max. It's wild. Oh, my. I mean, I have seen kids doing lemonade stands now. They're like hustling in that way, but this is new to me. That's Listen, when I when I tell you I rode behind a car and I see these kids and I see them walk up and put like prayer hands to the car like, oh, and I... You know, it was one of those areas where you there's a whole bunch of one way streets. So I had to like pull around two blocks to come back and make sure they didn't get in nobody's car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, it was it was very problematic for me. Mm. And I'm sitting and I'm like, what are what are we doing wrong? But at the same time, I'm glad that I figured you're there for a reason because I'm glad that I was there because I got them to go home. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Because who knows what could have happened to them. And, and they pinky swore to me that they wasn't coming back out for that. Um, and they repeated back to me what I told them about people in this world who like to harm people, especially kids, and not want, not want me not wanting to see them get hurt. So hope that it, I don't see that again. In other news, I got to play with some preschoolers today. That was fun. We built hey. we built um, an open air barn and um, a cruise ship um, full of animals. They had a jacuzzi, you know, that kind of stuff. Because kids are amazing. <laughs> they just they do stuff like that. They uh, are the world. They are the future. I believe the children are our future. <laughs> <laughs> Teach them well and let them lead the way. <laughs> Show them all the... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's just funny. But yeah, no, other than that, 
It was a good week. Good week. Got to watch the game yesterday. Um, got a few wins yesterday. Anybody who knows me, like I'm competitive. Hey. I'm super competitive. Hey. And. I'm super competitive and um, <laughs> I wasn't in the game that we always play. I was just spanking this one person. They kept coming back for more too. Just what, like, Connect Four? Yeah. Just like demolish every time. Connect Four, Connect Four, Connect Four, Connect Four, Connect Four, Connect Four, Connect Four. I'm not playing no more. Okay. <laughs> they wanted vengeance. But not today. No, but it was good. Um, I had a really good time. And this week, just like good things, bad things, it was just a week. You know what I mean? Um, looking forward to next week mm. because what's next? Oh, couple things, couple things going on. Next week so, is a whole week of work. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it is. It is. You know. But I, 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 <laughs> I like to say that my job is not work. Ah. Because I get to do what I love. I have to deal with annoying people sometimes, but I get to do what I love, which is like help kids and work with kids. So I'm trying not to think of it that way. <laughs> this is um, how many? I'm at uh, two months and some change yeah. at my current job, and it's it's really working out. It's really working out. So I'm trying not to consider it to be like work. So that I don't feel fatigued when going to it. And I've been sitting my ass back and minding my business. All right. I like that. I like that a lot. Word. Word. You all set? I'm all done. Uh, Checking for me. Short weeks are always really good weeks. Very productive. Got a lot of things done at the job. Um, On a personal level, just, you know, listening to my audio books, trying to catch up. I'm way behind, but it is real. And um, tonight I came from a graduation. Shout out to everyone who uh, earned their certificate and graduated today at RCP. Um, you know, congratulations, y'all! Yeah, for sure, for sure. A bunch of folks who were formerly incarcerated earning Woo. certificates and you know any everything from cosmetology to uh, freaking human services certificates and all kinds of wild stuff. So shout out to all of them. And yeah, um, I get to play basketball tomorrow for fun for the first time in a long time. I don't even know. Nice. Fam, I can't even remember, but. Every Saturday, one of take one of them balls, huh? I'm gonna take one of them balls. With nah, you? we got we got Wilson and Evolutions over there. Where I'm, where I'm gonna be at? Oh, <laughs> they got money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, got at, money. It's at Wheeler, so yeah, no, they actually have, shit. They got a lot of they got a lot of bread, and I I'm excited because that's my favorite cardio, man. When I lose weight fast, it's because I'm playing ball three days a week, actually, four days a week. Now that you said that, when I during our CCRI time, I lost my weight. Even quicker because we always play back to back pickup games. Bro, the gym. that's the best way to swimming, running. It's the best. Basketball. Well, basketball is just running and shooting. It's yeah. running, it's playing D. You just yep. don't got to think about Total it. Total body basketball. workout, stretch. I stretch for like 25 minutes and then I'm on the court and it's. It's the best feeling, yo. It's the best release. So I'm excited about that. And that's pretty much it in terms of my check in. We're uh, work. All right, so let's transition. Down the Marco, Marco.
so sound effects is back trying let me to. tell you something about this new audio we got we're, we're, we're acting up all right we're showing off whether the company is president or not because we got good audio shout out to jay casanova yeah hey, right. out to my jay poppy shout out to my job and, and my experience you know lesson that i learned throughout the my way of life so word yeah. word we appreciate you Thank brother you, we appreciate your no skills problem. so first topic of I, I am gonna get you like a sampler machine because I, I don't like what you just did there. i knew I that was gonna get into your skin that's <laughs> 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 Yo, i really yeah. didn't like that that's fine that's he fine said, he said now nah, i gotta match that to the levels and shit <laughs> not, not even that no, it's it'll just be like, fine he, he wants it to be professional i definitely do yeah Why he's not? a perfectionist if you haven't already no, but we have the equipment. We have the technology. Not why not like utilize it when it's. Needed? I want to utilize it, nigga. Get the machine. You see, right, you just send me. Wait, wait, all wait. you gotta do is send me the sample that you want. Did, I did load Josh it. just say a large, a large? <laughs> you got money. Get it all for him. <laughs> I have connection. Oh. That's different. All right. Please don't message me for stuff. Shout out right? to Quinta. <laughs> no, message him for stuff. Just have your money ready because he can get it for you but he gonna have to take 15% off the top of whatever the hell that shit costs and you nigga you should leverage your fucking network like that with this shit like I said last week but anyway first topic first topic uh this nemesis has been discussed <laughs> on the podcast in 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 full on detail and to a lot of uh depth in the past but she is back um she is back and she's beefing with yet another black man um and <laughs> saying all kinds of wild shit and it's just wow so monique last weekend monique and dl hughley were slated to perform together on the same comedy bill at the Fox Theater in Detroit, Michigan. Detroit. Now, according to OG comedians something. that have been in the game, you know, 15, 20 Just plus years, not, not uh, like Corey Holcomb and um, freaking D.L. Hughley and Ricky Smiley and, and these types of these types of comedians, these older cats that's been, you know, 50 plus, been in the game for a minute. Um, they weren't happy with what Monique did on stage in t in regards to her her contract um or whatever what what was not in her contract and she <laughs> called out Dale Hughley and called him all kinds of names said that he was you know a coward called out his wife and said she feels bad for him cuz she's sucking on a coward's dick um you know saying that she feels bad for his family all kinds of wild shit. And but wait, she said it was a joke. She wait, wasn't joking. She's a comedian, you know? Ha, ha, ha. Nah, he, he, ha, ha. He, he, ha, ha. No, nigga. She wasn't joking. She was dead ass serious. Um, and so D.L. Hughley responds on his radio show. And, you know, I'm not going to I'm not gonna play any of the audio because we don't own none of that shit. But basically, he was like, first it was... Uh, first it was Lee Daniels, then it was Oprah, then it was Steve Harvey, then Terry it was Charlemagne the God, then it was so and so, blah 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 blah, then it was this person, and now it is me. He said, I made a mistake. I knew, I heard, I saw what had what was going on with this woman from all these other examples, and I still agreed to like, you know, I still agreed to work with her after saying no several times previously, but I finally said, you know what, let me give her a sh let me give her a shot. 
And he basically said that she was never the headliner of this show and that she should be mad at her her management for not getting that for her. So, <clears throat> that's the situation. And then she responded again, but I could, like, she basically said that Dear Hooley was talking shit about her for years. She never said anything. And that was part of the reason why she and went on the And it was a rank. joke. Yeah, and that she was joking. But, react. One of the things I did not like about the situation is we don't bring contract negotiations on money talks out on stage. 100%. That's like an unwritten rule. That's mm-hmm. that's an understanding. For her to do that, I think was distasteful, to say the least. Now, like you've already said, and D.L. Hughley has said, <laughs> Monique has had a lot of problems with a lot of people continuously now I wasn't there I don't know what happened however I do know the common denominator is Monique Mm. if you keep if you keep tripping over something and everywhere you walk you trip over something it's time to check your feet that part it's all I'm saying now I've I've heard about people get becoming famous and getting this diva complex and it's what I say it is how I say it I want all green M and M shit like that, um, but I don't have much respect for that because you're getting paid. You're getting paid. Not I'm not saying that you should just accept people's money. You should have you should be comfortable, right? But. I think the way that she talks is though is as though she's the end all be all. And no matter how many fans you have or how many fans you don't have, you're never gonna be everybody's favorite. Nobody is everybody's favorite. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle is. Dave Chappelle's not everybody's favorite. Dave Chappelle is. Not, not for a certain community. <laughs> <laughs> Couple they're, communities. They're fans. <laughs> Low key. Willing or unwilling, but hey, fans. I get I it. I get it. it. I get it. But um, nobody's everybody's cup of tea. So Word. you walk around here like real the, niggas don't even drink tea. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I consider myself to be a real ass nigga, so I drink tea. But that's how I find my talk zen your talk. and and maintain my freedom. So <laughs> back to what we were talking about, Monique. I just feel like There's a certain, I'm not saying she has to dumb herself down or quiet herself down or anything like that. She showed a contract that said that she was supposed to be the headliner. She showed it too? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. And um, D.O. Hughley responded with a deal memo, which is not necessarily an actual contract. Whatever happened, we all getting money here. Eating on, on a one, on a 1% level. Both of them, for for good, good, bad, or indifferent, for better or worse, they get you both are in the one percent of human beings who make over six figures to do what you do. Mm. Both of you, for on the women's side and on the man's side. Shit. So there's nothing to complain about. Dio Hughley, he headlines. He's probably he's probably taking in between seventy five to one hundred and fifty k a show, depending on where it's at. And coming soon to Rhode Island. Yeah, and I'm yeah. He's coming next month, and I'm gonna buy my ticket. I'm going, and I'm gonna network, and I'm gonna meet that nigga. I'm gonna make sure 
that I go in the green room and be like, oh, what's up, OG? You need a you need an opening the next time you come down here? You need an opening when you in Boston, New York? For sure. Or when you in Somerset? For sure. But for a gig like that, that's probably That was Madrid Island, I got to tell you. Huh? I, I'm going to keep Somerset. them in my prayer. You know? Somerset. <laughs> keep that in my prayer. Make Facts. It. I'm going strictly to network because I've seen Dio Hill Boot. I like I said I, first time I seen him was in Somerset and he had some older other older OG dude over for him and he they were both funny as fuck that's when um, Dio Hughley was doing the um, the Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill joke like even when black people want money they still got a supervisor because <laughs> Andrew Jackson was on the other side of the bill <laughs> that shit was funny but go ahead Bree. I'm sorry I cut you off no, no, no. It, it was going into what you thought of the topic because I was, I was done. I just don't think. I think it was real distasteful. I mm-hmm, think a lot of mm-hmm. the way that she addresses things, even if there's something wrong, she she automatically does things that paints herself as a bad guy before we can even hear what anybody else has to say, because she does mm-hmm. a lot of distasteful shit. Mm-hmm. Where, I mean, in my, what I saw and witnessed from the video that I share with you guys and just seeing her. Like literally seeing the same thing that Bree and Wale just like just shared, it, it it just blew my mind. I was like, like what motive was it? Like it, it was it couldn't be really about the money, you know what I'm saying? Because if it was really about the money, you are a top name that's able to go to Detroit and do your own headliner, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think that was really much more of the motive. Uh, personally, I'm not a big fan of both side. But I'm currently like on Hewley's side just for the fact that, you know, it, it her her action has been seen multiple times. You know what I'm saying? Since the Dave Chappelle uh, scenario till today is like she does have a bad rap. And uh, unfortunately, you know, part of our conversation from last week is like, you know, I don't mind extending my hand and giving a second chance. But if you're a person that already have too much bad rap is like. She had five chances by Hollywood standards. Five. That's a lot. Usually you get two, and then you're well, done. Can, can we acknowledge the fact that D.L. Hughley said he didn't realize that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't realize what? <laughs> that the character in Precious was... Was an autobiography? <laughs> that was yeah, an that's autobiography. Funny. That was the that funniest line. I was crying my eyes out when that's I heard that from him. But honestly, um, not a big fan of both party. Honestly... She should have. If it was really about contract, I, I think that's something that could have been spoken about in a green room or before the show. You know what I'm saying? I, I just don't understand the motive of doing it publicly, getting the majority of the crowd, which were female, on her side, and then him following up to that act, and then trying to to recover and trying to, you know, get people more in. The whole purpose of comedy is to to be distracted from your everyday life and just have a moment of laughter and an enjoyable moment and and learn something too. Because like one thing people don't understand from comedy is like some you know some comic really tell give like life lessons. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, it didn't work that way for the people of Detroit. Well, majority of them. But honestly, it was just, like you said, very dis- uh, distasteful for, for me as well. And uh, yeah, good luck, Monique. Um, hopefully, I see you in Rhode Island. Good luck or good luck? Like, good luck. You going to go see her if she comes to Rhode Island? Uh, if it's less than $20. <laughs> <laughs> 
dude, D.L. Hughley tickets are 50. I'm like, Ugh, I don't know if I, I really want to do that. <laughs> I only went to D, uh, Dion Cole because I really enjoyed his stand. Dion Cole? Dion Cole. I saw him in Boston and I, I, I've been This a big nigga hit. said he wouldn't pay 50 for D. D.L. Hughley's a monster, bro. I know he's one of the legends and all, but I felt like <laughs> I, uh, a lot of the um, That's funny. Uh, YouTube videos who were also commenting on this topic as well. Uh, one common denominator they mentioned is like his prime was like during his uh, TV series. After that, it was not, you know, he kind of like start to like. You know, decline, decline. Say yeah, say the say the words, nigga. Say it with your chest. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not offended one way or another. Dl Hughley is in I'm my top ten. I'm not trying to offend you. It's just like sometimes, like what I really want to say, the words don't come out at the moment, but then 20 minutes later it comes, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. So, so basically, said, be patient with him. English it, is his second language. Español es mi primero. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he started to decline, and I kind of agree with that. After his TV series, uh, The Hughleys, is just you know he has not been that funny or been on my like radar. But uh, Dion Cole definitely. Uh, I even watched Stevie Harvey because I kind of appreciate his life lessons. But or Dave Chappelle definitely would pay a million dollars to watch Dave Chappelle. All right, let's do this. I've done this with Bree, but we're gonna do this shit again since you since you um, brought that up. Both of y'all, but starting with Josh, your top five comedians that are active right now. Active, uh, Dave. Uh, definitely been following. <laughs> like I already mentioned, Dion Cole. I'll definitely give a shout out to hmm, uh, Joe Coy. Uh, Gabriel Joe Iglesia. Joe Coy is a monster. Um, Gabriel Iglesia and one more. And I think I I'm sorry if you are listening to the podcast. Sorry if I butcher your name, but I think his name is JD Guzman. He's a Filipino uh, kid. He's been showing up a lot on my uh, Facebook feed, and I've really been enjoying his bit. Fortunately, I'm not going to be able to see him tomorrow, but um, hopefully the next time he where's he at tomorrow in Boston? He's in Boston. Word. And he's a really funny kid, and um, those will be my top five. Okay. Uh, females, comedians, I love you, but it's just, you know, it's, it's a hit or miss for me. Hey, bro, you don't got to say that because it makes it feel worse. Bree, your top five? <laughs> top five active comedians right now. Oh, um. I don't know. I mean, obviously, Dave, I watch whatever he puts out. Um, Facts. I can't say I've been up on a comedy gang like that. Yeah, fair enough. It was a spur of the moment question. No worries. But Dave Chappelle, somebody you pay attention to. Cool, cool, cool. For me, top five right now. Um, definitely Chris Rock. Definitely Dave Chappelle. Um, my nigga Bill Burr, man. The guy's Burr. a monster. Bill Burr, for sure. Um, Wanda Sykes' last stand-up was fucking phenomenal. So she's in my top five right now. And I would say my fifth is a tie between Tom Segura and Ali Wong. Mm. Tom Segura and Ali I Wong are savage. Ali Wong. I love her. Savages. Ali Wong is a sa- Like her and Wanda for the women right now. Well, she's the leader of the new school, even though she's in her 40s, for the women. Like, mm. Ali Wong is, she's just built different, bro. 
She's just built different. Sam J is also dope. She's holding it down for the LGBTQ community, but her show kind of, her, her show kind of like, depending on where you're at in your life and like what level of maturity and consciousness you are, like mm-hmm. you might not fuck with Sam J's show. Some of it's kind of corny. <laughs> um, super corny, actually. Her and the, that damn Michael Che, both of those HBO shows are like, it's a it's an acquired taste for sure. Um, because anybody who does sketch comedy after after the Chappelle show is always gonna be looked at like, what the fuck are you doing? I think Key and Peele's the only niggas that were able to actually do it their own way and make it funny. Sam J and Michael Che got a long way to go. I think they're better on stage than they are trying to like act and interview niggas. But yeah, Ali Wong and Thompson go tied for number five, but Ali Wong first. Um, Can I do so an wait, honorable got- mention real quick? Go ahead. Shout out to Michael Yo, man. I really appreciate you on the comedy connection. Oh yeah, you went to go see Michael Yo like last That's month. That's that dude with the strong jawline, right? Yeah, yeah. the handsome, half black, Malaysian dude. Yep, he's a beast. He, he's he's a beast. Oh yeah, he definitely done his his time and like it, it was wonderful. Yeah, he's he's funny. I got a question. What do you think of the Black Lady Sketch Show? I've only seen like two episodes, but what I did see, I was a fan of. I think all three of those women who write the show are—they have brilliant pens, and the women that they have on it. I mean, you got old girl from Yvonne Orji from uh, Insecure. You got the two main character, the two main women. I forgot the first—I forgot both of their names. But the Black Lady Sesco on HBO Max—that's—that's that's what uh, pause with Sam J and that damn like That's what they're trying to be, but they don't have the talent. Like they're just. They're not actors. They like I tried to watch them act and stuff. I see why Michael Che only does the uh, the daily the weekly update on SNL. I see why this nigga can't act for shit. Sam J can't <laughs> act for shit either. Like Yvonne Orji is an actress first, comedian second. She like literally grew up as a stage performer. So. But yeah, the Black Lady Sketch Show, like season two, I think it's season two or season three that's out right now. Check that out on HBO Max, even though this is not a fucking promo. That's not. But they, oh, they're no, dope. no free publicity. They're dope. <laughs> if you got it, you can watch it if you want to. Of course. Word. <laughs> I, one thing I, I kind of like observe is no one mentioned Kevin Hart, which is kind of like interesting, but I'm just happy at the same time. So one of the things, I, one of the things about Kevin Hart is like. To me, it's just repetition. I think he's gotten to a point where he's trying too hard Plat- to be funny. Yeah, it's, it's like a plateau on his jokes. For me, it's like a plateau because a lot of them is just like same joke, just different uh, way of seeing it. Word. But before we go off on a tangent, because I could talk about comedy all goddamn day. I'm a comedian. I want to play some audio from Corey Holcomb. OG, 53 years old, been in the game. Yeah, I love this. 25 plus years. <laughs> and in six minutes, we do not own the rights to this audio. Fair use is in play. So, fuck any of y'all niggas. We are commentating from, on the audio. Yes. Uh, fair use is in play. And um, this is from his latest episode of the 5150 podcast. And here is Corey Holcomb. Ba-da-wow. Ba-doop, ba-doop. There is a villain in the urban comedy game <laughs> that needs to be called out. There is a villain <laughs> who is consistently starting shit <laughs> in the comedy game. I saw this villain go on my brother Charlemagne the God show 
and call him by his government just to just to be disrespectful. Did everything to try to start a fight with him, and the good brother Charlemagne just let it go. Mm. Very professional. He had a corporate job. This had a corporate Philonius job. says, obese. Single mom. Went in on D.L. Hughley in a city that I know personally who's the best of them. She ain't been to this city in a long time because I'm going to tell you something. Detroit, boo motherfuckers. It's one of the big cities. Normally you can hide in a big city. Normally you can hide in a big city if it's a, if it's a big theater show. Not Detroit. Them niggas boo motherfuckers. They ain't got no time for no setups. If you ain't coming with it, you get booed. So ain't the hardest crowd. They one of the hardest set- crowds in the motherfucking country. Detroit, motherfucking Michigan, the Fox Theater. You will get booed in that motherfucking bullshit. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> like so <laughs> let's just get into what really happened in Detroit. Where Monique went on stage and dogged D.L. Hughley as a replacement set for no having jokes. If you talented and you got jokes, you gonna prioritize your talent over all of the bullshit. But when you ain't got no jokes, when you been bull, see that was the time. Well, Monique was able to get away with the fat jokes and the dick jokes. Because that's all she ever did. Yeah. Shit, I motherfucker, he don't know. If I shit on him, he going to be like... <laughs> that yak yak buffoonery ass shit. Oh, my God. It's got a TV show. That motherfucker don't even understand it. Yeah. Monique won an award for the movie Pressure. But look at the movie Precious. That's what they give niggas awards for. Buffoonery. The worst mom in cinemagraphic history was Monique. And I'm not talking shit because I'm some hater. I'm talking shit because this bitch disrespects everybody. Everybody get it from her. Everybody. I was so mad when she did that shit to Charlemagne, and now here it is. All, all between all the people, people always talking about how she done burnt bridges with this motherfucker, burnt bridges with that motherfucker. Um, look, ain't none of us perfect in the comedy game, but I'm not finna motherfucker spend my time on stage making excuses for not being funny by talking about somebody else. She didn't have no material, mm. so she went up there. Found a way to get through the time mm. by talking shit about DL. Where the jokes, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> the fat jokes and the, and the little dick jokes and, the, and uh, that shit done played out. It's too many people to watch comedy. Too many people watch comedy. So when you go up there, shit, I saw his dick. I said, that's all you working with? <laughs> <laughs> the shit ain't working no more. Especially not in Detroit. All them motherfuckers who have not evolved are being transitioned out of 
the game. Now I know people got shit to say about DL. People got shit to say about DL. DL has taken up for that motherfucking shot that they gave people. They fucked everybody up. DL, yeah, DL got some motherfucking dirt on him, but old girl went on stage talking about DL wife is sucking on a coward's dick. Wow. Talking about his wife sucking on a coward's dick. Wow. Now see that. Her husband did the contract. Why you ain't headlining? What kind of dick he got? What if his wife mm. did a, a dumb contract dick? Little wife ain't gonna do no Will Smith on Monique. Monique built to wrestle. You seen that she built? Oh, uh, Monique built to wrestle. Monique head look like my chest. Hey, that's a hippo head. Oh. Monique got a motherfucking rhino head, dog. But no, you talking about his Yo, wife this is edited so well because a lot of this is like you out. sucking on. He fucked up your contract. All right, y'all get the point. He went in on Monique. And he also, you know, said that he's not the biggest fan of DL because of his stance on the coronavirus vaccine and all that kind of stuff. But, like, react. I definitely brought some points that I kind of overlooked personally because... Like what? Name one point specifically that Corey talked about that you didn't uh, think of. That the fact that she went on that uh, tangent is that she didn't have material. Word. I was really, really impressed on that point. It kind of makes sense. Like, if you can't, if you're not prepared, people usually improvise. But um, if her improv, if her way of improvising is to like talk trash about other people, then it's like, damn. Like, why are you still in the business? Uh, so that's why I got took away from it. And he's a funny ass dude too. I love his shit. Yeah, he be he be going in. Corey Holcomb's and he's he's a savage for sure. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. And I love I love I love when people that they are who they are. They know who they are, and yep. they don't care if you fucking like them. Because I'm the same exact way. So he doesn't care if he hurts Monique's feelings or whatever. Like nope. Monique go at if she go at him, he, like if you listen to the whole pod, it's like two hours. But I listened maybe, maybe to like 45 minutes of it. He was like, she can come at me all she want because I'm gonna come back at her ten times stronger i ain't got hollywood money behind me i ain't got nothing to lose just like that bitch like <laughs> he said all i do is I, all i do is tour i do i tour and i do this shit here talk about the 5150 show so but yeah Bree, what is your take um Corey holcomb always talks hella cash money shit mm-hmm. um so this take is kind of expected but i I think he's speaking from a completely different perspective. Excuse me, perspective than anybody who could have that's not in the comedy industry. Word. And I do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said she got a rhino head, and <laughs> I just <laughs> she's built as a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, that's what he said. <laughs> Referring to her husband potentially. Okay. So, I don't know. I I think he's speaking his peace and he's speaking his mm-hmm. truth. Facts. He knows a little different than I do. Than all of us. Yeah. He know Monique. He know DL. He know all of them. Yeah. He knows. He knows different. I don't. I don't know the same shit he knows. Mm-hmm. But um, either way, his delivery is just so on point. And he's just talking. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's very rare that, like, um, you know, Demarcus and uh, the other lady, uh, Daphne or Dort, they rarely ever talk on his podcast. And if they do, it's only, like, to ask a question. They're mostly agreeing with whatever Corey is renting about for the two and a half hours, which is <laughs> which is fucking insane to me. <laughs> like, also he said that um, what's his name? There's a comedian coming up, black dude. Uh, he's touring. What's his name? Ryan Davis. Ryan Davis said Ryan Davis got ran out of L.A. Yeah, that's a that's a whole nother topic though. I don't know all the details of it, but. Ryan was a guest on the 50, 5150 show a couple times, and they were actually friends, and he liked Ryan, and he was trying to take him under his wing and mentor him and blah, 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 have respect for him, thought he was smart, funny, and I guess there was a, something that happened on his, on, his, on his podcast with another comic who's actually a crip and is based out of L.A., and they, go, they went back and forth on his podcast, and it started with, like, Ryan Davis is a very... He's a very dry humor, subtle, like... Intellectual dude. Like, he's a cerebral comedian. Yeah. Like, he is awkward. He's an introverted motherfucker. But, like, he's he's got... He, he's mastered the art of being awkward while delivering, like, dry humor punchlines. And so, he wasn't even really roasting the dude. He was just like, hmm, that's a great chain you got on. <laughs> and Corey's laughing, the other the other guest is laughing, and the nigga that he that's like trying to roast him and call him fat, he was just like, "Yo, you right, I'm fat as fuck, and it'd be hard for me to breathe sometimes, not just because of my fat, but because these nostrils are small." And like he's roasting himself, and the dude is getting so mad that he ain't got nothing to do. Like, and um, you already know where it go, where the where the conversation's gonna go when niggas start talking about money. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And like he made another like fat like you no know, neck fat neck. He was like, yeah, I know I ain't got no neck. My money long though. Oh shit. I said my money long, longer than yours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said my neck might be short, but my money long though. And dude got so visibly upset. And it was like he went into this whole where I came from and he like telling his story, sob story and shit while he was still trying to take shots at Ryan. And it just Corey just let it happen. And, and that's one of the things I don't like about any OG. Like, don't instigate by not saying anything, because that's still instigation to me. Mm. And that makes you part of this shit. So whatever happens between these two black men after they're on your platform, you are culpable. Yeah, he could have like. Like at least talk it out or something. Yeah, yo, bro, not on my show. Cut that out. It's all love here. Like the jokes is one thing, but y'all getting personal. And say it in a tone like the OG would, where both of these younger niggas would be like, I bet. It's dead. And then after you turn the fucking camera off, mics are cut off, you go up to these niggas, yo. Like, I don't want anything crazy to happen after this. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry it got to where it went, but I had to step in and cut it, shut it down, blah, 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 and y'all going to be good after this. And so that's what happened. That nigga that Ryan Davis went back and forth with, like, Crip niggas, like, went to a show, I guess, that they were at, or went to his show and ran him out of the city. He didn't want to fight. He didn't want no smoke. And he shouldn't have. Ryan Davis is not a gangster. He's a regular nigga from North Carolina. He's a nerd, just like me. He's a blurred. Yeah, he's a you know anime nigga, super smart. A like blur. He's a blurred. Oh, a black nerd. black nerd nigga. He's a blurred. Oh, 
a weeb, weeb ass nigga, if you will. He said he's a blurb, a weeb, if you will. Yeah, a weeb, if you will. But yeah, so that ain't no simp though. Shout out to Ryan Davis. Nah, he's not a simp. He he's the first comedian that took real shots at. You saw his uh, the video I sh- shared with you about him and Tony Baker on the LeBron versus Michael Jordan. Uh, oh yeah, I watched that in full, and he cooked Tony Baker. Oh my god, Tony Baker looked stupid out there, <laughs> he but tried. Uh, he he, he gave it the good old college try, but his class grade would have been a, a D minus. <laughs> he was arguing what. Uh, Ryan Davis was arguing why LeBron James was the goat over Michael Jordan, and he fucking devoured this nigga Tony Baker, bro. So it's a YouTube series called um, Cancel LeBron. Court. Cancel Court, and basically two comedians. Go oh, to- like that branch off of homie, homie, uh, like what is that? Homie Court. Homie Court. Yep. Uh, but uh, this is just like two of our favorite internet comedians going toe to toe. I know on- Tony Baker. Uh, on the topic and like it, it's a really good time um defiant uh media i believe it's called um digital i think it's called they have been doing a great job trying to pick up all the pieces that left add and doing a good job with them you want water sweetie water agua tequila <laughs> should be all right all right she a big girl. Okay. I, okay. I just didn't want to be the episode, you know. Where Bree dies and you do nothing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, remove all plausible deniability if you have an hand in it, all right? All right. Amen. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. But yeah, man, shit is... It's wild. Yeah, Monique is... She's just a stain. She's a stain on the outfit that is to be worn at, like, the... NAACP Image Awards or something that everybody points out like, damn, that's a badass tux. You, did you know there was a little ketchup stain right there on the lapel? Like you it's, know he has spinach between You know what I'm saying? It's like, she's a stain, bro. And like, this is the thing that I loved about D.L. Hughley's response, not on stage, but on his radio show. He was like, Good platform, this sir. is what you do in front of GD section, yep. You weaponize, you try to weaponize black feminism and, and, and black women to make it feel, to make them feel like everything that's happening to you is happening because you're a black woman and you're this and you're that. It's not and true. it's like, it ain't got nothing to do with nothing, man. Nope. You just, this is who you are. You're not a good person. You're not a good person. Mm-hmm. You're not a good business person. Mm-hmm. You're not a good professional. 100%. Because everywhere you go, dog, everyone has the same fucking thing to say about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody that tries to give you, like, and then they brought up Corey Holcomb on, on 5150. They were like, 50 cents about to throw her in, like, power or raising Canaan or something. She's in um, uh, she, BMF. Yeah, in, she's uh, about to go on. No promo, but yeah, she she. Yeah, she's about to be in one of them shows that 50 cents show. doing. She she's going like to play mom. herself. She's going to play like an auntie, but, like, <laughs> but the precious version. Like, you know what I'm saying? She ain't going to play nothing with substance. Hopefully she get like two minutes mm-hmm. of like... You know what I'm back. saying? Like, Will Packer put her in a movie. Put her in almost Christmas. I she did Christmas. a good job in Precious, though. She did a phenomenal job, but like D.L. Hughley was saying, he was like, Precious was an autobiography because it feels like that's who she really is. Mm-hmm. doesn't feel like she's acting. That says a lot oh, because shit. the... In a different way than I acknowledged it the first time because I thought the joke was funny, but it says a lot because there's a lot of... Toxicity in mm-hmm. that character. Yep. 
there's a whole lot of toxicity in that character. And there's a whole lot of... And a of lack t- of accountability in that character. And, and it's all showing in who she actually is. If Lee Daniels says, right, you want an Oscar working for this guy. Yep. You want an Oscar for portraying a role in a movie that he wrote, directed. Yep. He wants nothing to fucking do with you. Shit. Tyler Perry, nothing to fucking a do with Christian you. Christian man, too. Like- Oprah. Not Oprah. Oprah. Oprah loves everybody. Giving away she cars. Gives, she gives strangers. She gives a, a fucking a studio full of 250 stra- strangers brand new cars from that year. Bing, bing, bing. Just because they went to the fucking show and bought tickets. Mm. Oprah don't want nothing to do with her. You go on the Breakfast Club. I remember Lenard. Yeah, <laughs> I sit here and I just McCarthy. say so. So so, Brianna, Brianna, Brianna tell us Lenore more about McCarthy. how you feel about this topic. Joshua, could you, Joshua, could you share more about what you feel about Amber Heard, Johnny Depp? Like nigga, don't you call me by my first name? You know, good and goddamn well, nobody out here called me by my first name. Nope, they call me by my moniker. But he took it and he twisted it. He did. Yeah, he embraced it. But and she also weaponized a lot of comedians to come at him with his real government name, which was funny. A couple, a couple guests went on there and, and was talking shit. You know, I think 85 South played with him the most. That was funny. Yeah. Chico Bean. Shout out to Chico. But then um, there was one other person that she fucked with. Um, damn. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, yeah. Goes on his show. M- mind you, he doesn't have to put you on his show. That's publicity for you. He doesn't have to. And y'all, you know, talked about everything. And Steve told you, I'm trying to make sure I'm securing my bag for my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't I didn't know that, well, you know, me not sticking up for you or wanting to sit down with Oprah and Lee Daniels or Tyler or whatever was going to, like, prevent you from getting opportunities. I didn't know that that was a thing. Like, I was just looking out for me. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's kind of like the Will Smith defense when um, he was going up against uh, 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 black, uh, you know, dark skin and Viv, Jenna Hubert. Cool. But Will Smith was 21. He didn't, he didn't fucking know no better. And Steve Harvey should not be responsible for Monique's career. Nope. Steve Harvey is responsible for Steve Harvey's career. And he's doing a damn good job because that nigga ain't go to, he didn't go to college and they made that nigga a TV court judge. He's doing it too? Yes. Put your lips on the mic, bro. Uh, I can't believe he's doing it too. Jerry Springer (laughs) started doing it too. Judge Harvey. Judge Harvey. Judge Harvey, bro. Goddamn. It's a show. It's been out for about two and a half, three months now. That nigga is a fucking judge on TV only. Hell of a disclaimer they so, gotta have over there. Crazy, my nigga. But to agree with, uh, to to go off of what you just said too, I do agree. Every person in their professional business definitely got to secure their bag. But 100%. one thing for sure, it's nothing wrong of extending a branch out to a follow a fellow in. Uh, comedian, you know what I'm saying, or a fellow, sure. uh, co-worker, uh, colleague, and it's just sad to see that you know these. A lot of people shouldn't be doing it, but they just do it out of the kindness because they just want to see other people grow. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole point of a community is to help one another. But if you're the type of person that's just going to like backstab and burn bridges, one line that really stick to me from the DL uh, video is that he said like. Like you not truly the queen of comedy, you're just queen of ashes. Queen of the ashes, yeah. Because you're just burning bridges everywhere, everywhere we go. you go, man. Everywhere you go. And that's what like I'm like, yeah, like she's not really I, I it, it's um 
not to be nerdy real quick, but like in the Avengers, like Tony Stark did have a strong point. It's like if we fucked up, who is going to be putting us accountable? Yeah. That's so, what it's, it, it's so so the mm-hmm. same thing applies to her. Who's going to put her accountable? Because if the big dogs are already like let her know, like, hey, you're kind of like uh, stepping on toes, burning bridges. Like, aren't you like fully aware? Then it's like, who else could like like awaken her and be like, yo, like nobody. She calls her fucking husband daddy. That's mad weird, bro. And he's her manager. Nigga ain't got no financial experience. Goddamn. At all. No poppy. She went and got a nigga who's submissive to her because she was the bag. And because they're married, okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna talk to people that I don't know shit about. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. But anyway, Monique, you are trash and you need to do better. Um, Please do. Get better. You act like a princess but want to be treated like a queen. Like, Come on, my nigga. What's, Ooh, what's really rats. good? Ooh. What's really good? Uh, like, that's that's a bar. I know that is a bar, and I just came up with it in my in my own little brain. Um, transitioning, man. Shout Transition. Break. Yes, appreciate you. Lips on the mic, because none of that shit picks up. Um, shout, shout out to the brain. There you go. Much much better. All right, so this is an interesting story, man. And shout out to Please Elita. Shout out to Jen, Darren, and Bim. They posted this on their Instagram page earlier this week. So there was a lesbian couple that was married. Mm. They're getting a divorce. Um, one of the the the, dom, the the bottom or the femme, you know, decided to be the carrier of their child. They went to a you know to a sperm donor place, and she got it artificially inseminated. They had a she child. Didn't get artificially inseminated. I think so. No. Yeah, I think no. I think she did, bro. I think she did. They knew the person that they wanted to have a baby with. Hold on, but didn't didn't he just like? Dirt? And he gave so up he, all white all rights to it. Yep, he did. Two and a half years. Like he didn't like insert. He just like. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like they knew the guy, but the, he, but. They didn't fuck. They, he was just like no, no, no. I, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, okay, okay. They yeah. used his sperm, but one of the women carried the baby. Yeah. It wasn't like they had another person carried it. Like they got pregnant by a dude that they know. Yep. And one of the you know the the, the fam was the one who carried the baby. He's two years old, and they're getting a divorce. And so, <laughs> the fam <laughs> is petitioning the court to have her strange wife removed from the baby's birth certificate. Oklahoma County District Court Judge Lynn McGuire ruled the non-gestational parent, Chris Williams, should be removed because she failed to adopt her son after the birth. What I really want, this is the judge. Oh, no, this is the Chris Williams, uh, the, the, uh, the, the woman that did not sign the birth certificate. End quote. Uh, what I really want people to understand is that our families are vulnerable in the state of Oklahoma. Uh, Williams attorney Robin Hopkins believes the practice is discriminatory against same-sex couples. I very much think so, Hopkins said. I think same-sex parents are being marginalized in this case and not being treated fairly, end quote. Tuesday at 1 p.m., I mean at 10 p.m., a new twist in the case. The sperm donor is stepping in. The man who didn't meet the baby in person until the child was 18 months is now petitioning the court to be the legal father. 
That is some messy white people shit right there. You sure she went to a clinic? No, yeah. she they knew they knew the nigga. You know, they have to pick all the You issues. sure it was artificial? <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. Uh, Sounds like she wants her family back. <laughs> I remember you sound like this he nigga wants, wants to her be, He wants to be a part of the family. He wants round two. Sorry. You're I so interrupted stupid. you. I'm so sorry. Now you good. Yo, that's just wild. So it react, is. guys. React. <laughs> oh well. One of the things that I thought about when I thought about this, I was like, what would this look like in a different scenario, right? Mm-hmm. What other okay. kind of scenario would a situation like this come into play? Every other. And what I can... Shut up, Josh. No, 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 no. What, I, what came to mind specifically was a stepfather kind of relationship. Okay. So let's say a dude gets with a girl when she's pregnant. Decides he wants to be around He wants to be the baby father Get the name on the birth certificate Right But we all acknowledge That that's not his kid Oh that's if he signed The birth certificate Listen Legally Listen Legally Can I just Uh, I'm just And then They get into a situation Right Where They're arguing They not getting along right You didn't even go through The whole process of adopting And you know that's not your kid Da 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 Whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. And the birth father comes into play and is like, I want to be, I want to be, first of all, before this happens, I think it happened in this order, so I'm going to say, they break up, things get ugly. They did. The birth father's like, I want to be back in my kid's life. I need to be put back on the birth certificate. But here's the thing. He doesn't appear to it until they file for divorce. And then he step in and be like, all right, now that homegirl is that it's want it's going to be removed or in process of being removed i want to fill in that slot as the actual father that's what i understood from the article which again this all started because you know there was just a bad uh chemistry you know what i'm saying bad communication whatever it was it just went south and when things get messy more messy things occur you know that's what i think out of this article So my thought process is this You wouldn't be too upset About something like that mm. You wouldn't be upset Something like that happened Where stepfather And his wife Now no longer together The birth father wants to be back On the certificate And in the kid's life You wouldn't blink twice Why is this different? And I, what I did not get From the article Is why this is different why what is different? Why this scenario is different from the scenario that I just spoke about. Like, Got it. Why it has more spotlight than others? No, I'm asking why why are we saying it's it's a it's a sex thing or mm. something like that when it's a family thing. It's, it's a family thing. Yeah. It's a family thing. So if you know that that's not biologically your kid and there can only be one room for a mother um, a birthing mother on the birth certificate, right? Depending on the state, on how they have things. Yeah, and I'm, I don't know what it's like in in her state. I don't know if they really They're in are. Oklahoma. I don't know if Oklahoma is really attacking a conservative um, state versus like others. I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. Is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I, I wish the article would have said more about what was happening there, so I can get an understanding of where mm. the other person was coming from. Because to me, this just sounds like two people who went into it knowing that one person was a parent and the other person weren't. They broke up, and now the person who is the other parent wants to be part of that. Wants to be, play that parent role. Tax. That's purposes. what I hear. 
Yeah, I mean, I think the 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 dominant the the, the male identifying lesbian in this couple was trying to I don't I don't know this shit is murky it's weird mm-hmm. it's weird and it's just like these are the types of challenges that come up I do agree to some extent with what Bree's saying in terms of how is it different from anybody trying to fight for like custody of their kids like if a father doesn't sign the birth certificate like while the baby's still in the hospital type shit mm-hmm. it, it's gonna be really difficult for that to happen you know from a legal standpoint you know anytime once the baby is released or whatever um on the flip side of that though everything with same-sex marriage and now like intersex marriage with trans people and cisgender people and whatever like i don't know nothing about any of that shit and i'm not gonna sit here and speculate all i can say is i'm sure the process should be the same but i'm also 1000 percent confident that it's not Mm-mm. and that's fucked up yeah so you think there was there had to be some other consideration into putting them a man back on the birth certificate versus a woman I think the the birth father probably had no problems signing the birth certificate like I, I, I think the court probably let him do it off top like oh so you want to be involved in the child's life cool sign the birth certificate ah, okay. I think because the partner oh because the society doesn't really deem them as a family again if it's probably state, probably right? I, I want to know why like she said this is Chris Williams is the the one that didn't sign the birth certificate right and she says well both moms are enlisted the no 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 hold on so I'll read the whole thing a birth certificate battle is in another the two women and one man are at an impasse about the fate of a baby boy the baby is two and a half years old now his mom's Chris Williams and Rebecca Wilson Rebecca Wilson is the one who you know gave birth to the baby um, are well known in Oklahoma City on, on the third page on top it says both mom were listed the baby's birth certificate on baby's birth certificate and then once things went astray among the two the one that helped Rebecca Wilson wants Chris Williams to get her name removed and the judge is inclined to agree with Rebecca because she doesn't think that the judge doesn't think that you know Chris is gonna take care of the baby and so the dad's like alright well I'll put my name on the birth certificate now which he gave out his rights he now, gave up his rights before because yeah so and now he's coming in and being like alright I want to be part of this this is messy white thing, people I, it's shit it's really messy because I don't know what the full situation is I don't exactly. know if he gave up his rights because he didn't want to have to figure out the three way thing if he if he was their friend. No, no. I, he I'm had just, to be. I'm, I'm just saying. He had saying. to be a well-known person to be a donor. But at least to one of them. Or both. I mean, like, some partners are not going to be okay be like, all right, you're going to get pregnant without us interviewing or getting to know who's going to donate. Lift you your mic up just a tad and... Yeah, I got you. I'm sorry. Put your lips on it. And I'm the professional. I fucked up. But, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but I, what I'm saying is, like... um. I don't think, like, uh, seeing sex couples, they just, like, be like, or will it nearly be like, all right, we'll just grab a random Joe. It, no, it's like, I'm not saying that. You're missing what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there could be a chance that the gestational parent okay. knew that person more than the other one did. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Actually, that's a really good point. I agree with that. I don't think that matters, though. I really don't. I think the courts, for a situation like this... It's just weird. Like, but it, 
that's what I'm saying. It's it's really weird because if this were, if you change the people involved in it, right? Mm-hmm. Would you root for the stepfather who has been in this baby's life since they were two, who's been taking care of this kid without really knowing what the birth father's impact was, just knowing enough to know that that birth father took themselves off the birth certificate, relinquishing all rights to their child for whatever reason? Because I've seen stories where people have relinquished their rights for the fact that they were feeling so pressured by by other people to relinquish their rights. So I'm like, I don't really know how to feel about this situation because what if the guy who was the father Mm -hmm. was like pushed off to the side in this situation and the mother who wasn't the gestational parent was causing a toxic environment for him to be involved? Or in some scenario, what if the actual bi- bi- uh, biological father was a douche? The mom forced him to be like, hey, just give up your right. You're not going to be part of the kid's life. See that she's in a great relationship. Then home, the biological father just be like, oh, wait, I made a mistake. You know what? I'm taking you to court so I could get my you know parental rights again because I'm seeing that the kid is doing great. That's also could be part of the scenario. But this is what I'm saying. We don't know this. Exactly. There's a lot of missing pieces to the story. So much we don't know. So we're just speculating, but at the same time, it's just like, hmm, like I feel like it's so hard to make a judgment on situations like this because we don't know. But since it's the same sex, it's just see. I I I don't because this is the same sex. It just seems that the court is just being more favorable of being more traditional, traditional family. Yeah, than the more more new common way that we live in this generation. I I don't think it's common, and that's why it's an issue. Well, for them, it's not. Yeah. Like, yeah. like they're in the bubble of like we're we're still keeping it like Old Testament. You know what I'm saying? Not knowing like we're way past that. We're in a whole different leave. You know what I'm saying? We're in a new way that you know people understand love is love, and people want to live the way how they believe it's right. But in this particular location, they're just still in the Old Testament. You know what I'm saying? They're still in Egypt when they're supposed to be in Israel, and it's this nigga. <laughs> I, I could take you to church sometime. You know what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. This guy. Get out of here. You ain't been to church in eight years. I visit my mom's church every Sunday. All right, good sir? Every Sunday? I have to. And you still out here sinning. Ain't that a bitch? I support my mom. She's a pastor. Good. Shout out to auntie. But you still ain't shit. I know I ain't. Yeah, all right. Just, wait, just as long as we are clear. <laughs> clear. <laughs> clear. As Aquafina. Yes. No. You should You should have hit him back with something. You're supposed to say something back. You just took it. You just gonna take it? Josh ain't shit. I knew our life for a long time, so I already know what but comes. You take 13 it. years, man. First of all, you should have said something. Oh, man, you have the Bible behind you and all this knowledge. You will just ain't you know what? back with that, that. We don't know. I know. I'm not instigating. You know what? Yeah, get, exactly. Get, Mind your business you it, catch it, 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 before you hey, catch a couple breathe, of strays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? First of all, I come strapped up. So we don't know if this could be like one of those anime story. I could be the protagonist leveling up and one day I finally face the attack. Oh, you want to be the underdog? Of course I do. I always root for the underdogs. But except he's for the Celtics, to, he's trying to uppercut you right here on your chin. One day, one day it will come. I'm going to save all my energy for that one moment. He's trying to get to level nine thousand. 
bro. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm more than well equipped to verbally spar with any one of you niggas, man. Y'all know this. All right. Um, transitioning, man. <laughs> Rest in peace to everyone who was killed in the Oklahoma hospital shooting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oklahoma got a lot of weird shit happening out there this week. Um... Yeah, that shit is crazy. I I this I didn't even know the details. Josh tried to add it at the end of the, the chat today, but we're not talking about that shit. I don't want to be sad. Um, I mean, there was another one that we was listed earlier. Yeah, there was two shoot. There was like a, uh, a no. There was yeah. We're not we're not getting into any of that. Mental um, health is wealth. Word. Um, get some. Well, until we as a society start to invest more in mental health and how people treat themselves and treat each other, I feel like we're just go- getting worse. But I hope we'll get better because I think we're making a transition as a society. We're, we're trying to, but uh, unfortunately, um, if we were going to go more in depth with this talk conversation, one of the comment I kind of uh, came up with uh, throughout the week is like, I feel like we're. Part, we're living in a certain part of the uh, the Batman movie from 2022 that came out in March. I'm not sure if anyone's seen it. Come on, bro. What the fuck you talking about? I, I've seen it. I've watched it three times. Okay, so I feel like like there is Batman is not emo. <laughs> All right, but spoiler spoiler alert for any listener who haven't watched it. Shame on you. But anyway, I feel like most people are, are like influenced by a riddler. Uh, the riddler. Oh God, riddler. the riddler. Yep. Are influenced by him and are just going, you know, city to city weekly with these attacks. And it's really sad. Even though we're trying to make this positive pro- progress of talking about mental health and trying to, you know, build up our new generation on this type of, of sensitive topic. I feel like there are certain people that are just trying to be ahead of the curve and try to make a bigger impact, causing more fear and chi- um, chaos in our you know, country, which you know, you're talking is, about the extremes. Yes, the, taking fully action. The other side of people not doing anything. Exactly, and it, it's sad to see this, but I feel like you know something must be done within. I don't know the FBI, the CIA, some someone just got to take action and just put them down, or, or just like put them at halt. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just not fair that we're trying to slowly take two step forward, but where you know we get hit any moment, five step back. You know, like this, like this afternoon, like again in the charter school that my sister go to. Once again, they got uh, they did another lockdown, or they've been getting calls about threats towards the school uh, against the parents and teacher uh, association, and they'd be like, "We're going to be attacking the school, this and that." And my sister called me like, "I don't feel safe. I want to go home." And I was like, "You know what? I'll send out an email, have you walk out, and then you know do what you got to do." So I feel like you know this. Events, you know, recent event is really impacting our country in that sense. So I do feel like there is the mastermind behind it, and we got to stop them. When everybody's talking mm. about something, and we want to raise awareness for something, we forget that some people only see the fact that we keep talking about something. Mm. So the way for me to become famous is if I pop, 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 pop. Yep. Stop joking. It's not funny. It's not funny, but it's like it's truth though. Stop fun. Stop. We're, we're not joking. We're just being like <laughs> pop pop pop. Gratata. Y'all need to, y'all niggas need to chill. People like real people die just no. Of course, no. It's, it's, a, it's a but it's about creating a balance between what we're talking about. It, exactly too. I mean, you know. You know what I mean? Like so. <laughs> Shit, one of the. Fucker. 
uh, you know what? Let's move on to another topic. We'll end it with this. Yep. We're going to get better as a society because we're speaking it into existence. I'm, I'm praying Until for that it. point, remember to take care of yourself. The world is in a very dark place, so you're going to hear some things and you're going to see some things that might impact you. Yes. It's okay to pause and take care of yourself because that's part of the transition that we are coming to as a society. And last but not least, if you're waiting for something to happen for you to be able to do anything, you might as well do it because tomorrow's not promised. Mm-hmm. That part. Amen to okay. that. Transitioning. So, the GOAT, the bad Johnny Depp, <laughs> won his defamation suit against his ex-wife Amber Heard this week. Verdict came in Wednesday at 2 p.m., he is awarded $15 million in damages while he has to pay $2 million to Amber for uh, some libel and defamation statements that was made by one of Johnny Depp's lawyers, which is light work for the for the bat. He, he going to pay her that $2 million and she's going to have to give it right back because she owed this nigga fifteen. Um, her value is two million, though. She's trapped. She ain't gonna be able to pay him. She's gonna be paying that nigga. I, I got the information right here. She was worth two point five million dollars as an actress and a model. Listen, bro. She also got like a couple of his houses and stuff in the in the. That Does she really? That, that's not enough. I'm though. pretty sure she hurt. So he's he gonna get his houses back. Oh, all that's getting ran back. Because when she goes bankrupt, it gets auctioned off to the highest bidder who has the most debt. Yeah, it's gonna get ran back. So, yo, shout out to Johnny Depp. It was a very, very polarizing seven weeks of deliberation um, and, and trial. It was everybody was paying attention wrong. to it. I felt right. Mail and <laughs> about the bankrupt statement. <laughs> about the what? They liquidate your assets and and pay back the people. Comment down below um, if we're wrong. Thank you. I mean, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Yeah, but yeah, man. Shout out to Johnny, bro. Sorry, like, I interrupted you. It was it was uh, it was good to see. A liar get exposed um, because there's definitely there are definitely very valid, very very authentic and genuine claims of sexual assault and domestic abuse. You know there are definitely men out there that are fucking awful, evil predator ass and things. women. Yeah, and women. I mean, shout out to and intersectional, yes. intersectional folks. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. shout out to the equity of it all because there's some in every fucking group of people, and Amber just so happens to be that person, that one, that one of those people that's a part of the, that group of of villains. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, this case is gonna do. I think this case is gonna be a benchmark in history for any more high profile cases that are similar to it. I think what Johnny did or tried to do when he sued the uh, the media outlet in the UK back in 2018 when they released um, a newspaper detailing things about their marriage and basically calling him a, an abuser, he tried to sue them for libel and for defamation, and he lost. Because in the UK, I believe, there really isn't a lot that you have to do in order for a media outlet or anybody to say, oh, he did that to me. In order for you to disprove it, it's only like one or two steps. But out here in the U.S., the good old U.S. of A., mm-hmm. you literally, if you have the money, like Johnny Depp does, you can purchase your day in court 
and take that bitch to court. And because he has more money than both of them by a landslide, he not only paid for his legal team, he paid for Amber's legal team. And it feels like she picked them niggas out of a crackerjack box because it didn't look like they knew what the fuck they were doing. Wait, the last he paid for weeks. a legal team? She paid, he had he to. He had to. He has more money than both of them. Whenever, no, I, I just whenever there's a divorce, so whenever there's a divorce, and whenever there's something like this, because technically... That is still his. He had to. He still pays her alimony and all that bullshit. So he one hundred percent had to pay her, pay for her legal fees. That's how it works. But he said yeah, he but lost the way, the way you said the way you said it was like that. He said, "Pick any legal team and I'll pay for it." No, no, that's not that's what a, it was that's at the all. Way it came no, he said me. no. She picked out the. the she pieces. picked her legal team, but he paid for it. He had to. She can't afford, bro. She can't she's even. Af- so she had four lawyers. It's like because she again, had the opportunity on, to have an all-star team. She was she on just, alimony from him, damn. and technically, by law, that's still his wife because they got separated in 2017. The libel thing from the UK, from the UK Sun or whatever the fuck the name of the uh, newspaper that came out the year a uh, year later. He tried to sue them. The UK was like, "Nigga, fuck you. You're American. Threw that shit right out." And he was like, fuck it. Well, I'm gonna go back to my country and I'm gonna and I'm gonna sue for defamation there. And it paid off. But they're it, not still married. Huh? They're not, separated. Yeah, no, not No, yeah. they're divorced. They're divorced now. There was an yeah. entire divorce, divorce settlement. Ah. And the settlement was for seven million and she pledged to donate all of it to cat. two different charities. Big cat. Big cat. I wanna see the receipts for that. Yeah, she didn't. She she said it on the stand and part of the trial she said that she pledged all of it. And then he was like, But you, you understand there's a difference between pledge and actually paying. Right. That's a fact. And as of now she's paid like three hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> and not even she. Part of it came from Elon Musk and part of it came from Johnny Depp. So making n- a direct payment to the charities that she said she was gonna donate the so divorce settlement. None too. came out of her own pocket. She yeah. was sucking off Elon Musk too? Damn. She must have a Reportedly magical jaw. Reportedly came from Elon Musk. I, uh, Listen, God, she got damn. a magical jaw. Shit. She magical was uh, in that Aquaman James movie. Franco, Elon Musk. Johnny These Depp. are the dicks you're sucking after Johnny Depp. God, her, jaw, her jaw game crazy. But anyway, how y'all feeling about the verdict? I feel like if it, this type of scenario happened to a regular Joe, would it have been the same type of outcome? You know what I'm saying? Probably mine, not. You have to have seven-figure money to do something Yeah, a friend like of this. mine on Facebook definitely hit me up with these type of questions about, like, if this would have happened to an average Joe, an average family, would the outcome still be the same? Because there's still people like her, you know, out there trying to get money, taking people to court, and winning the cases without, like, hardcore evidence. So I'm happy for Johnny Depp, you know what I'm saying? But at the Big same time. time but at the same time, I, I still wonder, like, if it was me in that type of scenario, would I got the same outcome if I was famous? Word. I don't know. Nah, nah, that's a valid, that's a valid question, and I think the answer to that is no. Like, poor, poor men would not be able to do that because they are poor. You mm-hmm. know, like again, it, it, it's so much money that goes into a trial this big that lasts that long, and now over we, something that's. Not a murder, not a stabbing, not nope. a. Like, I mean, like it's just. Finger pointing. He said, she said, yep, and yep. abuse in a relationship, and pe- there is abuse in every relationship, verbal abuse anyway. 
There is some type of verbal Verbal They can be verbal Emotional Physical mm-hmm. I think every, every I ain't gonna go physical But there's definitely Verbal emotional abuse I've In seen every people. relationship And that means Friendships too At yeah. some At some point Yep Absolutely And so You know Do all of the those The question is whether or not It's consistent mm. That's what changes the, the conversation Cause I think the people That you care about the most Are also the same people Who could like Hurt you the most that's a fact. Sorry, I just had to add to that. No, that's that's beautiful right there. Well said. So, but that's my take on it. What about you, Bree? I feel like, all right. So, I'm gonna name mm. one character for you. His name is Randall. Oh, I thought it was Jack Sparrow, but okay. And. I'm explaining that after, but right now what I want to say is like the way I feel about Amber Heard is the way that I feel about somebody who's doing the same shit as somebody else, but sings like a canary once they get tied up. So you calling her a snitch? Worse than that. Ooh. There's a, something worse than a snitch. Right. Worse than a snitch. Somebody like, who commits the crime with you and then points the finger at you if y'all get caught and say you your the idea and you got forced to do all yeah. Yeah, that's that's a it's a different level of snitching. Precisely. Damn. And I say Randall because Randall always wanted to do everything that everybody else was doing, but he snitched because he couldn't. But he always wanted to. Mm, who's this? Who's Randall? This? Recess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Randall. Randall the snitch. Randall the snitch. If only they let that nigga play with them, yo. I feel like it was such a... And the, I'm sorry, bro. It's, that's all they had to do. <laughs> TJ Detweiler was wiling. He <laughs> never let... not taking it as a recess. TJ right? Detweiler and Vince, they never <laughs> let this nigga Randall play with them, bro. bro this nigga but, TJ... Dude, he, he was in love with Finster. Like, what the fuck? But he was... Yeah, listen, TJ... Found, what Randall went and did is find his tribe. Yeah, yeah. bro. Facts. All, yo, all TJ had to do was be like, all right, man, you could play with us, Randall. That's they it. did, and he still was... A snitch. No, they they had they when they asked Randall to play with them, they still had animosity against Randall. Spinelli was because of his reputation the whole time. The whole time Spinelli was rude to Randall because that's her character. As she should have been. She kept it one hundred. She doesn't change. But 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 she showed a side of her that didn't want it to be in the light. That's the only difference. No, she didn't want people to know that. Yeah, I care about animal. Yes, the 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 cat belongs. You're going off on Spinelli. I'm talking about Randall's plight. (laughs) Yo, all they all they had to do was be like, "Yo, man, we just gonna let you." We're just going to let you chill with us, bro. We're going to let you play with us. You're going to be in our crew. You know what I'm saying? And, and King Bob, he could have solved it <laughs> before he I'm graduated. Before King Bob got, you know, before he got promoted, nigga, like, King Bob could have solved a lot of these issues. He was the king of the playground. He didn't do what shit. What they'll say in training day, he said, I'm something on all y'all asses. Yeah. I'm putting, I'm putting, um, what the fuck? I'm putting cases on all, all you bitches. All you bitches. Facts And Randall just That's what he did He's just like You know Going back to that Mean old ass teacher What was her name? Miss Finster Miss Finster Yeah That's that bit. And no, That's why women over 70 Shouldn't be allowed to teach 
elementary school, K through K through eight, K through twelve. But she put the fear of God in all the all of them, <laughs> on all, all of them. them. But at the same time, just like I don't know, it's just like the the true character came out, and mm. we just saw that Johnny Depp was definitely truthful. Oh, oh let me be honest, that was a toxic ass relationship on First both. Oh parts. my God, they're both terrible. I mean, their parts. they're both oh. bad people. Both it's just, but you but you're not about to sit here and jump on a bed with me. And tell Ma. <laughs> nah, facts. Yo, mad random question though. Who was more? Who was more? Uh, who was more menacing and scary with a whistle, Miss Finster or Coach Carter? Like, if you was at jo- Coach Carter, because it pull up to the crib. Coach Carter had no problem. Miss Finster pulled to up to house. TJ's crib a couple times. Miss Finster was she Ms. go to your but crib? Ms. Ms. She Finster. called all the parents when they didn't want to get off the jungle gym. Remember? But Facts. Ms. And that's in the nineties, nigga. <laughs> she went in the Rolodex, and that's when parents. Ms. Were, <laughs> and that's when Mrs. parents defended Mr. and Mrs. Teacher. Brianna. All right, uh, seven, eight. One <laughs> on the rotary phone, nigga. Like, yo, Miss, yo, Miss, yo, Miss Vince is really, she's really a gangster, nigga. Coach Honestly, Co- yo, not shit. gonna lie, when I was working out of school, I would say to kids, "Ain't this your mom's phone number?" As you should. Mm. Real teachers that care do shit like that, and yep. that's why I'm not mad at either one of them. I'm just asking you all, just pick. You said Coach Carter. I said Coach Carter. Huh? Finster. Finster. Yeah, it's something about an old white lady that's wrinkly and sharp teeth coming to my house, like, talking to my mom and dad. Looking out the window, checking away if I'm doing good or bad or if I'm up to do any mischief. Yeah, like, listen, she was listen. away. She she took her job. She died for her job. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Like, she was she, really And she was just a recess teacher. <laughs> listen, exactly. exactly. I don't give a damn about what Miss Finster's talking about. She's only the recess teacher. But, but she she but had mad Carter, power, though. Coach that principal Carter, was a bitch. We all know But Coach Carter was The He was respected Oh for That's sure. the difference So if he's blowing the whistle at me I'm ter- I must have done some shit mm. Cause nobody Who he pointed out Wasn't doing some shit But Finster demanded respect And put the fear of God I I'm think not no bitch There's, there's a real <laughs> uh, There's a real of like I, I forgot what movie it is But there was a conversation Be like hey Do you want to be feared Or to be loved And the person answered I'd rather be loved And he was like Yeah love is good Because people around me They laugh at me They enjoy my company Knowing that Knowing who I am But I'd rather to be feared Cause they know that Any moment I could fuck them up and that's what Fister did. She rather had fear than them to love him because once they love him, then they'd be like, "Yeah, I could get away with this." And she's not, you know, she loves me, but well, fear a, they'd be like, "No." Nah, that's I'm not. a question. Well, Lay, would you rather be feared or loved? Ooh, both. Whoa, I'm Mike Tyson. Elaborate. I'm Mike Tyson. He says react. He'd be like react. Elaborate. I'm both, nigga. I'm both. I think there's a lot of people that fear me. I think there's a lot of people that love me. I respect you. And I feel like there's that too. I think. I think. That wasn't an option. Yeah, it's not an option for this question. But like, I think the people that fear me and the people that love me both respect me. So there's no need to put a middle in a middle category in there. Well, I like, love you. I, I love you more, brother. And like when we talk about gray areas and shit like that, Doug. When it comes to me, I've said this before. You are either all the way in on Wole or you're all the way the fuck out. Mm. And I feel like the people that are all the way out, they fear what I am. 
They fear the audaciousness. They fear the unfilteredness. They fear the fact that I am unapologetically who I know I fucking am. It's part of why I do stand up. It's part of why I roast everybody that I love and care about. If I don't roast you, nigga, I don't care about you. Facts. Like, if I don't poke fun at some of the things that you do that are minuscule in this grand scheme of whatever plan you have for your own personal life, like roasting you for going on a date and being happy, like, friends are supposed to do that. Mm. I don't think you're taking it maliciously, and you also know I'm not doing it maliciously. I'm not jealous of your happiness, nigga. I want you to be happy. I think it's adorable. You know what I'm saying? But to the uninitiated who don't have a fucking funny bone in their body, who cannot take a joke, who don't understand humor, or they're going to be offended by that. Or don't know who you truly are. Yeah, got facts. To facts. And having spent... Five minutes at least to get to know you. Nigga, you got to spend a half hour in the cafeteria at a junior college with me in order to like know who I am. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you learn. Yep. You know what I mean? Josh always wore sweater vests at CCRI. This nigga was always wearing sweater vests. He had a sweater vest for every day of the week, bro. Black, navy blue, brown, fucking beige. He had another joint that was like black, brown, and... Uh-oh. No, it was black, beige, and navy blue. He he had a sweater vest on every day. I'm just impressed with this guy's memory better than mine's because I don't even remember. Bro, <laughs> khakis and a sweater vest every day with a motherfucking time. I was the ambassador of CCRI. Of course I had to be The ambassador. Point. You hear him? Life flex. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Life flex, but okay. And he was in DECA and all that shit. Like, you and Val, always dressed up. Like, what's, fuck. Wait, what's DECA? It's like a, a, a group of uh, business students teaming up. Coming what does up. DECA stand for? Oh, like I remember that. I shit. don't remember. I know that what shit. DECA is. I was saying it for our listeners. Yeah, you tell us. <laughs> Answer though your own. What's question. the acronym of DECA? D E C A. I thought you knew because you was in it. You was, was in it too, nigga. I was there for the women. That's all. Wow, you really are a dirty, no good, low down, trick ass nigga. And this is new to you, how? Hey, bro, I didn't. Yo, uh, what's I, her name? I feel like there's different aspects to him, and he's like a fucking. I um, I told you last week he's dangerous, and now he's proving that oh, he's just I know, a regular. I know. I said it. Y'all wasn't I'm hearing all this shit. Josh, you guys were okay? not hearing all the shit that he was saying when you guys were talking, and you couldn't hear him. Oh, I was over here like, yo, this motherfucker here. I, Distributive Education Clubs of America. Does yeah. that sound right? Yeah. yeah. All right, boom. That's what it is. Um, but what the fuck are we talking about? Um, fear and love. <laughs> yeah, what niggas, niggas. I think, I to think, I'm, honest, I think a fear and love, bro. Right. To both. be honest, I think. I get closer to Mike. <laughs> I would rather be loved. Because at least those who hate me, I have a clear line of understanding who's who. If if niggas hate you, they fear you. Mm. I mean, that, that's that's I what that you, question is. I, it's like you want people to hate you or love you. It's like if they hate me, then they fear me. Because what about me? Can you actually hate? If I know and everybody else around me knows, I'm a genuine individual. Yes, there are parts of my personality that are insufferable and annoying, but that's every fucking human being on the planet. Every person you interact with. So, again, hate, fear, same shit. If I hate you, there is things about you and your existence that I am afraid of. 
either I'm afraid of your honesty, I'm afraid and jealous of how other people treat you with love, care, respect. You know what I'm saying? Love, a fear and hate are one and the same to me. And you can flip love and hate. These two things are extremes. Again, there is no fucking gray area when you are talking about when you describe a person, mm-hmm. right? Describe a person right now, Josh mm. and Bree. Both of y'all do it. Matter of fact, Bree, you go first, then Josh go. Describe mm-hmm. a person that you love, and that, and most times you fucking hate them. You hate them, like you dislike them. You don't like what the fuck? Why am I putting up with your shit? And it's not that. And when I say hate and fear are interchangeable right you don't necessarily have to be afraid of them their being but there is something about what they are as a person that makes you afraid it doesn't even have to be for you it's for them because you know what they're capable of you know what I'm saying like if you have a family member that's an alcoholic you fucking love them with everything in you. However, you are afraid of them because you know that that substance makes most of the choices in their lives. It's not coming from up here. It's not coming from in here. It's coming from the fucking bottle. And so you're afraid of them for them. And you're afraid of what they can do. That is where I go when we talk about the types of humans and blah, blah, blah. Like, I want people to be afraid of what I'm, okay, what I'm capable of. I'm capable of greatness, nigga. So when I, I, I hear that. Go ahead. I respect that. I, I do. That I think part, when yep. I hear that question, what I hear is, because I think both exist. Like, you can never have one without the other, right? Facts. But when I hear that, I, want, I, I hear what would you want to focus on? What with what like your personality in general like when I hear would you rather be loved or hated it's like which one would you rather know would you rather know that you're loved or know that you're hated which one do you feel like you are right now based on everybody that knows you loved loved okay and you same thing loved, loved. but I, I also feel like there's people out here who feel me fear me I, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, know I know there are people out here that fear you and especially if you have entitlement too they, they definitely fear you because they know like if you have entitlement you said like like a manager or you know like your lead a oh, leader position. yeah if a position of power yeah yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, they, for they sure. They fear you because of the time. Yeah, listen, bro. Success is going to breed love and fear. 100%. Love, fear, hate, whatever the fuck. Like, it's going to breed that. But me I going don't... back to his question, though, like, if there's a particular person, right? My mind went to two places, right? Workplace and also family. And mm-hmm. there's one family member, and I could be transparent about it, and it's my little brother. Because my little brother is a person that I love. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like I like I know what he's capable of mm-hmm. because like between him and I, you, you will you'll see the difference once. If anybody know my brother, they could already see the difference. He's a very outgoing, very cool type of guy that I don't have. He has some uh, characteristic that I don't have, and I fear that that sometimes he could bring some of my shit into the light because we. We're brothers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I love him because he's blood. You know, we've been through a lot. And at this and I want the best for him. Word. But at the same time, it's like how I told my mother, I'd rather have my distance from him. And it's not because I, I have any type of like 
like true animosity hatred, animosity yeah. or true hatred yeah. against him yeah. is just like we're just not too compatible to be naked. it makes you uncomfortable to be in his but presence I, I yeah think, I think to me when I speak to that's where I went when, when you asked me when I speak question, to fear so like, brother workplace is this one dude I truly had a certain conversation with I had this type of trust and he just flipped a script on me one time and after that, it's like, damn, I really hate you for what you did. Because we could talk mano a mano about mm-hmm. it. But now, I leveled up. Literally leveled up with the position and where I'm at in life. Shout out to getting a raise. And then, <laughs> of course. And now I understand how to love the person for who he is. Because DMX said, when you see a person, trust that person is playing the role. If they're a rat... Sure believe they're a rat If they're right. a dog They're a dog You know what I'm saying He said you know Trust no one But trust people To be themselves Exactly Basically And, and that's like, why I take yeah. with that person It's yeah. like I know what he's capable of, But I still love him I learned to love them For what they are So that's what I got From that question Word Thank you for I that think, Go ahead Bree I think the When I hear fear Lips on the mic When I hear <laughs> put, put it up So you Nigga For real Cause it's dead space When I <laughs> There you go There you go We gonna have to train her man Shit First that, of all Time out <laughs> We gonna have to train you brother Time out Sister Go ahead <laughs> Go ahead man You keep doing this shit I can't even hear me. You gotta talk okay, into the okay. mic now. Hey, okay. I'm sorry. When the, there's okay. no more one mic shit. You got it. Go ahead. <laughs> when I think of fear, I think of like an unnecessary emotion, right? So when you got, you have a, there's a difference. What you described to me was being knowledgeable and cautious because you know what's feasible I think if somebody walked up to me and said they're afraid of me or they're this like I'm like what the hell like you're afraid of me or you're intimidated by me I'm like why Mm. so I'd rather be know about first and foremost about the people who who love me Mm -hmm. I don't care who fears me because I know that people who love me are gonna be there 100%. if that makes sense no, so like that part, yeah. I, I, I I understand what you're saying I just think that for me it, I'd rather be loved got it well said next to uh, but yeah that's good next topic so <clears throat> one name one to three personal goals you guys have that you plan to achieve before summer's end Josh, you go for. Ah, eh, no. Bree just went last, so she goes first on this one. You just went last, so did you go I? first. You did. You literally just closed the last topic. You did. Okay. You were there. Time to you were there. Okay. You were there. Okay. Um, I'll go second. You go last. I bet. So, um, top three goals by the end of summer. Mm. By the end of summer. I will have a steady routine for me. Like that. By the end of the summer, I will have read at least two books. Physical books. Wrong. That part. I like that. By the end of the summer, I will have a plan for the fall. So, love those. Excellent. 
for me, by the end of the summer, I will have invested over twenty five hundred dollars in my stock portfolio. Beautiful. I will have finished three audio books, and I will have lost twenty whole pounds of fat off of this temple of a body of mine. And I'm going to stop looking like somebody's sexy chunky uncle out here. <laughs> Can I match the twenty? Huh? We should Matt? put a pot. We should make a pot. Listen, mm. no cap. Just pregame podcast, fitness check-in weekly. Before while we're doing actual check-in, we gotta do a fitness check-in. Like, yo, did you go to the gym X amount of days? Da da da. Josh, I feel like we gotta. If you make ever it a need to work out, I have a free gym in a basement of a friend that owns mad property. You can work out with me any day of the week. Just I work, letting you know that There's a bike a in there So you can just Whoop 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 I think that's the place I saw you like Post your stories and stuff No You've never seen this place It's ah. literally in a basement Okay it, It's in a basement of a house Of a property That a good friend of mine owns And I work out there For free now Been there for like a month And it's great And there's jump rope And there's free weights And there's a bench And there's admin, There's all kinds of shit over there But if you ever need to work out And you don't want to go Fucking plant fitness Or whatever the fuck You go by yourself You let me know We can get it in on the weekdays And also Bree works at One of the top Family service places hey. And they have mad gyms Hey. They have pools and all kinds of fun stuff. It's been a while since I went swimming. Listen, <laughs> I, me and Chlorine, uh, last time Not I seen, la, last time oh, my I bad. seen, my bad, my bad, my bad, yo. Last time I seen that, <laughs> I couldn't help it. Last time I seen that bitch Chlorine at the family function, me and her had an issue. Ah. So I gotta be careful with Chlorine. Cause but, she always pop up. And ask for money You know she's asking for money She's like Cousin Faith From Soul Food Listen The way that I have to I have to re-moisturize my hair After it touches chlorine So I gotta Lord. find Some nice swimming caps For me to go <laughs> swimming But I feel like Off air We should talk about How we can make this a competition Maybe put together a pop And whoever loses Whoever loses the most weight By the end of the summer I'll tell you straight up Gets the pop Straight up My uh, my fitness pal Is the best way for us To monitor each other The fuck is that Is it an app on a watch No it's an app on the phone Yeah but I'm talking about And see, you get notified the, Every time when the person is Everybody come next week With your weight intact But one of the One of the things That I don't think We should do Is penalize people For not going to the gym The same as other people Or to a certain level Because we don't know What can be considered A workout Mm-hmm. We know exactly. No, 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 no. We know exactly. No, you it's don't. A workout do you yes, have we do. A, do you have a smartwatch? I don't. Right. I That's what watches. my fitness pal does. It tracks you on your smartwatch. You're not going to have the same inputs as everybody else. No, no, no. I, I get all that. We 100% know what a workout is. A workout could be a walk. Mm-hmm. But any, yeah, any movement. I, I, I agree with that, but what I'm saying is we shouldn't use things like my fitness pal and say, "Did you do oh, your workout gotcha. today?" Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be clear. I didn't know that that's what you were saying, but nigga, you were saying, "Yeah, he got headphones too." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you hear me? I, I'm right next to you, girl. That don't mean nothing, <laughs> bitch, nigga. <laughs> I don't mean nothing, bitch, nigga. Every time we go with um, no, nah, I, 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 I really listen. Don't. All we gotta, we just set Make the weight simple. goal. We set the weight Make goal. Make it simple. Okay. By September first, everybody on the pregame has to lose twenty pounds. Twenty pounds. Oh, I leave. And Whoever, next week, and you split the pot. You gotta put money in the pot. Five dollars a week. Whoever doesn't make it, 
five dollars a week, just like we did last time. I lost. I lost last. I lost last time, but I will not lose this time. I've been winning bets. All year You're losing this bet nigga. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna right. lose 35 so, pounds Watch oh, right. So basically It's a total of $60 there's $5 a week Yeah Yeah so there's Three months I mean if you wanna do 10 It's on you We ain't rich No but it's Technically first $60 all, in total all, because First of all I need you to not Talk about us like that We're okay? not rich in monetary terms, in spirit, we are, and in no, knowledge, no, 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 we because rich. if you say you're not, you will, you, but, you are not, but and that becomes we reality. will so be guess rich. Guess what? Right now, we are not dedicating okay, hold more up, than five dollars. Can so I just break that? the math real Wait, quick? What? Right it's, now, we're not dedicating more than five dollars a week. How about that? There you go. That's fine. But it's sixty dollars a piece because it's sixty dollars a piece. But if you don't make it and he doesn't make it and he doesn't make it, I get the whole two forty. Damn. Bri ain't getting the whole 240 I don't know Hell no Yo And whoever Can do double that 40 pounds You know this is being recorded right I, Absolutely oh, oh, It's on wax and the internet This is <laughs> wild If whoever can do double Or at least 10 pounds Over the 20 If you can lose 30 Off top It doesn't even matter If three other niggas Lose 20 bruh You get the whole shit and if there's two niggas So you're saying Whoever loses the most weight Absolutely Gets the pot Gets the whole pot I like that But better. if there's two niggas That crack 30 pounds Or more Y'all split it okay. And then the other two niggas Don't okay. get shit Even if they lost the 20 Okay but what brain. if I, I Let's okay, say one brain, does let me more ask than you 30 like, That's what I'm saying brain, brain let me ask you a question Okay Don't call me brain I'll swing on you <laughs> <laughs> You said it twice And I let it off the front I will swing on you nigga. We'll move all the furniture In your apartment dog Don't do that to me man <laughs> Brain, let me ask you a question You better <laughs> Yo Brain Brain so thinks he's slick It's just like yo Let, let me ask Brain let me ask you a question, let me ask you a question. <laughs> I will I will Very gentlemanly Remove those glasses and blowing both of your eyes as hard as I can to make them shits water. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare, nigga. Nah, <laughs> chill, like, go chill, chill, chill. Go ahead, go ahead. It's all love. It's all love. Non-violent, non-violent. It's all love. It's all love. Of course, of course. He's like, I, I, will, I will move all your bookmarks. Keep playing with me. Um, <laughs> facts, nigga. Facts, nigga. So what we're saying is a person who loses the most weight and extensive amount more than the other people. Five to ten pounds more than anybody else. You get the whole pot. I think that's slow. Five yes. or more. The whole pounds more. Ten pounds more. It's got to be ten. Ten. Yeah. If it's only five, you still split it four ways. That's fair. And if you double it up, like if I lose 40 pounds or if Josh loses 40, you, you, whatever, whoever loses 40, if somebody loses 40 pounds, they get all the money. If everyone else only lost the, under 30. Yeah. You know what I'm okay, saying? so we're still doing five because this feels like this is getting real so serious. It's sixty dollars each at the end of the road, but the, that's plenty. But we the got pot other of gold, shit to pay for. but the total is two forty at the end. Two forty. Yo, at the end ne- of the road, it's next 240. next Saturday we're gonna host our first pregame podcast presents game night in the Bear Garden. Like we're gonna start hosting events. We're gonna start making money together, so we can even. It don't even have to come out of our own check. <laughs> It can come out of the money that we making off these events. Oh. So, yeah, it's news to you niggas. I was saving it for the end, but since motherfuckers want to talk about Wax and the internet. Yes, for sure. Game night is going to be, and I already told you about this months ago, that we're going to do game night as a crew. Flyer, our logo at the bottom, 
all the details. You told me certain it. details, a couple details I didn't know. But you knew. I knew, but a couple de- details I didn't. But you knew. Till the end of the road. Oh, go ahead. Till we can <laughs> let go. I, uh, it's so natural. We don't belong to none of you, nigga. <laughs> I belong to me. <laughs> All right, fine. So those are personal. Did you, what's your personal goals? Oh yeah. So um, same as you guys lose lose weight. Uh, but now you guys made it very motivational and very exciting. So I can't wait to take all your Four money. Four is lose the weight. That's yeah. my fourth. Yeah, like definitely can't wait to take that all your money. That was supposed to be part of the routine, man. Um, I definitely wanted to go on vacation. I Where we going, yo? Antigua, Jamaica. Either no, nah, I'm thinking Cancun. Not not out of country, but more out of state. Virginia Beach. First of all, St. Thomas, St. Lucia, all of them. Free, as long as you got country. a real ID. But fuck the DMV, because y'all niggas, I paid for my, I re-upped on my shit over a month ago, I and y'all still didn't like give me my, my new, they didn't give me my new license yet. Over a month, I paid for that shit. You got to wait at least six weeks, bro. Nigga, they could kiss my whole ass. You got two more it's weeks It's the first week of June, nigga. Two more weeks Then they had the nerve. First off, I paid for my new license in April. He my birthday's May 14th. Listen, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Yo, I, I'm, right. I'm tweaking. <laughs> fuck it. It doesn't matter. I'm mad right now. <laughs> These niggas, oh, you got to renew your license. I said, I bet. You going to sit there and send me the pink slip, nigga? You going to send me the pink letter with the uh, the pink letter with the black writing? Bang. Here's the money. 60 plus bucks. Sent that to y'all niggas online. I want my motherfucking new license on my birthday. That was the end of April May 14th comes No new license The following week No new license The following week No new license Here it is First week of June Done Well first half First week of June Done First half first week It makes sense to me first three In days. my head you yeah. right First half first week of June Done No new license And now y'all niggas Is gonna sit there And have radio silence After you took my $70 And they pre they prefaced my motherfucking. He's pretty hot on the on the on the channel, yeah. Huh? You're you're pretty hot on your input. Yo, he you're peeking <laughs> like it's all red every time you're expressing. I don't give right. a fuck, Josh. <laughs> all right, said, I'm gonna it's I'm gonna passion. Try. It's passion. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it turning red. <laughs> you niggas. <laughs> Aren't gonna preface me with, oh, well, you need to renew your license. And then the week that I'm expecting my license, I get a letter from you niggas and you telling me I owe 22 punk ass dollars in car tax. And yet I can't renew my registration. How dare you, DMV? How dare you? You niggas are so raggedy. So I give you $70 a month prior. And now you hitting up me talking about, oh, well, you owe us $22.38. So until you give us this, we're not going to let you renew your money. Newsflash, nigga, I just re-registered my motherfucking car in February. I got two years. Ho, run me my license. Does that make sense? This is a hostage situation. Like, you it's, niggas think you slick. Then it's you're gonna my t- turn, though. Like, you... Like, we all, like I thought we had a certain, like, time frame for the whole episode, and we're kind of really getting close to the end. No, we're not, because I don't have to go anywhere. But go ahead, man. Go ahead. Get your shit off. I'm sorry. Have I have I oppressed you? 
No, press me. Have I, I have I ticket? In yeah. my mind, I thought we were in a certain time. Go, frame. go, you go ahead. Go to the grounds for the come up, huh? <laughs> I see you. I told you. <laughs> as soon as I told your black He's ass, I'm not gonna leave early. At where I'm an hour past when I t- said I was gonna be here. Go ahead, man. Get your shit off. But, I'm sorry. I, 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 Fuck the DMV we'll, is what I was talking about. We'll, though. We'll, we'll talk more about it offline. Finish about your goals. Yeah, yeah my goals is definitely lose the weight. Lose the weight. Boom. Travel out of state because I haven't been out of state. Virginia Beach, we're going July or August. I don't know how you made that decision for me, but whatever. I'm making it with you. You can bring your new girlfriend, your new little slide. No, she's, that, she's that's not like that. You can bring. <laughs> you can bring want. I don't got a voice anymore. I said I love you, not fear you. Okay, <laughs> like, those are two different things. And lastly, if you love me, you invite me on vacation. I mean, like, not all you vacation see? is you an see? invitation. Like, no, go on vacation by yourself, man. Care, but uh, okay, so I hear two. Yeah, the third Do one, I hear three. The third one is just between either just reaching four. out to yeah. any family member, reaching out to like family member I haven't spoken since the passing of my father, mm. or is it just me trying to get a new promotion within my job? Those would be my the third, but it's 3A and 3B, yeah, you gotta do both. 3A, 3B. I, you I mean, have to do both. Well, 3B is a little bit much complicated because there's a freeze right now, but 3A is seem more possible. So all you're doing is securing your spot until the freeze is over. I, exactly. Which right, is, so it's still a goal. You could also advocate for a raise without getting a promotion. Yeah, we'll talk more offline about that. Yeah, word. We can. <laughs> all right, so, Bang, there's that. Goes. I have a question. Did you Did you already ask your question? <laughs> Did I ask my question? You asked your question. Did like I ask my time? question? Yes, you did. You asked the question about the uh, motherfucking. Uh, nah, I don't. I don't really. No, she has to ask her question. You be asking mad questions. This is more than one question. I'm sure of it. I just forgot Girl, what the first one was. Do you love <laughs> if I was down? And out Would you still Have I questions for me, me Girl <laughs> It's easy to love you now Breathe I'm gonna love you forever though Yeah Same What's the question Or the third question The question is The first question That I've asked <laughs> Unrelated to a topic Which you, is it's own you topic have, You have asked two questions I They were not, not had, They were I'm not The question But you have asked Two questions on this pod On this episode so far You, you know what yeah, I tend to ask questions when we talk about topics. So yeah, you got that. Mm-hmm. However, my topic is a question. Yes. That sounds better, right? Yes. My topic is a question. The question is two parts. One, and that's the first question first. And I'm gonna ask you what it. Uh, the second question: What does submission mean? What does submission mean to you? Hmm. For 2000, Alex. So, in wrestling, submission is when you... <laughs> I knew we were going to do that. When you <laughs> grab your opponent in a uh, position where they... Ca- or in UFC as well, where you grab your opponent in a position where they cannot move... And a, they ha- a specific body part. Uh, Which is why this is a two-part question. What does submission mean in relationships to you? I knew you were going to do that. 
Well, I'm a, I'm a wrestling nerd too, so like, what do you I, s- I know, I know. <laughs> like, this nigga was about to give a WWE, <laughs> AEW <UFC>. elite. <laughs> I was like, you can you can refer back to that Finish definition it. if you need. Yeah, so you hold up. Let's see how heart. cold you are, nigga. Turn it into and, and a metaphor. You were, and you surrender and, and force them to surrender, so that way you could release. So that's a submission in a professional entertainment or sport event. So okay. translate that into a metaphor for actual relationships with humans. Intimate God relationships. Damn. All right. Um, I don't know. Being able to be committed or agree to a certain, I don't know, subject or point. Is it I, relatable? To the wrestling thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> In certain activities? That's a, that's yes. a, hard, that's a hard thing. In certain activities. This nigga wilding. All Hold right. on. One second. Give me two seconds. I got to go to the bathroom. All right. But um that's rain. I could have yeah. none of that with Raindrop, trap drop. Um but submission in a relationship though mm-hmm. I to me it's just like I don't know if it I know I'm thirty three, but still I'm a I'm a late bloomer when it came, comes to relationship. And to me it's just like just just being like faithful to the person. You know what I'm saying? Just like if if they're if I'm out and I know that you know I'm not supposed to be doing X Y Z is just trying to keep that you know being under them just remember be like nah I got a girl that type of thing I, I feel like that would would be my definition mm-hmm. of submission I don't know if that fully answers the tell question me more, tell me more me me more yes tell what me more. like what well, what more should I like damn if you got if you had to sum it up in one sentence what would you say. Just being committed, just being faithful. Submission uh, equals commitment. Yes. Okay. For me, submission is the act of deferring to the person that you're an intimate that you're in an intimate relationship with. Deferring to say more. That's what it is, like deferring. So, like when you defer, it means that you're relinquishing power. Relinquishing decision making ability. That's why they tap out. So submission is, you means okay, you got that. We we have all kinds of fun ebonic slang ways of say oh, of like you know, admitting defeat or whatever. Submission is the act of deferring power to somebody that you're in an intimate relationship with. Mm. That is what it is. Is submission. <laughs> Is submission necessary for a successful relationship? Absolutely. In spurts. I think you need... I mean, that's in any relationship, bro. Mm -hmm. In any relationship. There's always going to be a friend who is just better at something than their other friend. Mm. And you defer in those situations. But I feel like... I feel like submission only works if you know what your strengths are. Facts. Every human being needs to know their strengths. And unfortunately, I would say personally to me, I have no data or stats or statistics to back this shit up. No research, no nothing. I would say 85% of human beings on this planet do not fucking know what their strengths are. So that means there's only 15% of motherfuckers on earth that are walking around with some semblance of like who they are as a person. And that 15% got to deal with the 85% of the niggas who have no clue. Shout out to 85 South. Shut up, nigga. Uh, (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Um, 
And so, like, when you have to tell people that are your friends, man, you're really good at X, and they're like, really? Wow, you think so? That is a friend that needs to do more fucking work on themselves. They need more personal development. They need more personal development in every way, shape, and form. Because they clearly are not aware of what they're good at. Mm. And by them being so surprised by you telling them what they're good at, and them being like, oh my God, I can't put... They need to do more work on themselves. So, yes, to the second part of that question, Bree. Yes. Absolutely. I'm just going to cop out and say what he said. I agree hey. everything what he said. Hey, at least you're honest about it. Coot would have made up. He would have <laughs> ran for three and a half minutes, said a bunch of nothing, and then then he would have been like, Bree, what's your take? Yeah. <laughs> Don't say yeah. You have an experience. You're going to experience it. You ain't never experienced it this week because this bitch ass nigga was DJing. Didn't I tell you? I thought he was gonna actually like hit niggas up and let yo, I'm DJing. He was like, yo, I'm running a few minutes behind. Nigga, you didn't even show up. He did. And so if I beat him up tomorrow, if I punch this nigga in the face tomorrow, I'm wrong. You're not wrong. I'm no, I'm wrong. If I hit him in the face you for lying. But anyway, go ahead, Bree. You know he likes to pretend that in front of company that we beat him. Oh my god. He was acting like a fucking tourist last week. Oh my god, we're not doing this. They're Zodiac shit. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing that. Josh, yeah. J Casanova. <sighs> Act your nickname, nigga. Not your wage. Act your nickname. Act like a nigga who's really a thug and about that life. Cause it gets way more gangsta on here than that. It gets way more messy. Like yeah, we fuck with Koo all the time because Koo is fuck wittable. He just lays it all out. But Koo is also sneaky. Koo says a lot of shit, too. All right. Koo is not the victim. This is a PSA for everybody listening to this podcast. Oh Koo is not the victim. Red Velvet <laughs> knows what he be doing, bro. Jesus. He knows. This nigga hit us up at after 8 o'clock. Talk about I'm, a, I'm running a few minutes behind. We're doing the receipt. Newsflash. Oh, Newsflash for all of the listeners. Because we don't do video, right? It's 10.52. He is not here. Running late. Um, <laughs> exactly. Oh That's God. it. So I threw it up, so I threw up the, the alley, and she fucking dunked it. Two hands. Shaq and Penny in the 90s, nigga. And we're moving on. Uh, one of the things that I need people to recognize about this whole situation is Coot was clearly influenced by pimps and players, the players of the 90s. Oh, shout out to them. Because he acts like a 90s player. He sells a whole bunch of fucking dreams. Wow. He says shit that sounds good. Bars. And then he sits on the fence like, I don't, you, I don't, I don't, I don't, this, I, I don't agree, but I don't, this, Yo, bro, you got till next week to, like, come back and defend your honor for real. Like, damn. Josh don't even want to do it no more. Let me tell you something. I'm starting to see. One of the things. No, I don't mind being part of the show, but I just didn't. No, I'm talking about defending him. We speak speak highly of each other. Of course. But we're also willing to acknowledge the faults that we bring. Deja vu. Accountable. Deja vu. I had that before in a dream. I heard that before. You said that it was actually in words in a dream, like, three weeks ago. Deja vu like a motherfucker. Nice. I've had deja vu a lot. I believe in that shit heavily. It's real. Oh, it's heavily. It's real. We can forecast the future. That's when we tap into like fifteen percent of our brain power. And when it does happen, it means like we're going on the right path. That the Facts. universe, which is a beautiful thing. 
My bad, Bree. I'm sorry. You good? You good? I mean, listen. Sometimes yeah. it goes there. Yeah. Sometimes it goes there. I just think that we need him to be better. And the whole like, okay, can you please do this? Can you please be that? Has not been effective. Not in this scenario. So, if I'm gonna call a spade a spade, I'm gonna call a spade a spade. Bullshit is bullshit. I'm really bad at that game. Bullshit? I can teach you. No spades. Oh. I can teach you. I have no strategy. I have no desire. I he just learned dominoes last seen, Saturday. No, so. he has he has seen spade spades games get real serious. It does. Hey, listen, I'll shoot. It looks a nigga. so intense. I'll shoot a nigga. I'll buy a gun just so I can play spades and shoot a nigga. So the pistol will be right there. And no, just- it'll be under the table tape, and none of them niggas are gonna know what's coming except for my partner, which will most likely be Bree because he would be the person that I would choose to be my mentor. But then I would make her an accomplice to attempted murder, which I would never do that to any of my friends. So to avoid all of that bullshit, I'm just never going to learn how to really play spades. All right. Fair enough. Carry on. I respect it. Respect. <laughs> Carry respect. on. Domino's is more friendly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Carry on. All right. So next topic. Last topic, nigga. Yay. You were wrong. Let's just oh, get come that on. Off. That's how you're going to start it? Absolutely. Fuck you. Oh, God. Rip the bandit off. You and Thompson were wrong. And I'm mad that Thompson ain't here. This is another reason why continuity is important, right? This bitch ass <laughs> nigga can't stand on trial with you with your awful takes from last week on the Heat beating the Celtics and going to the finals. Even though they made it interesting in the last five minutes, they still lost. And now the Celtics are up 1 0 in the finals over the Golden State Warriors who you picked in five which is the most disrespectful fucking no it's not it's the most disrespectful yes it is no it's not it's so disrespectful the Boston Celtics are show that they just are underdogs and well they're They're not underdogs they're They're the favorite to everybody but the niggas in Vegas but out of the two teams you know I'm saying being new legs in this type of uh, platform, they new definitely legs. show. Yeah, like they're all new. None of them been there before. The Warriors are old. Our offer is like thirty six. You're talking 36. about just the Celtics, right? Just the Celtics, just being new to the dance. Uh, well, to the big dance, it's pretty awesome. That this big. team, this Celtics team, is, is new. new. Yeah, in the finals. Yeah, well, that's what I'm referring to. Like yes. this team, even the coaching staff, even the general manager, this is all new to them, and they did really good job taking care of like once the Warriors took their foot off the pedal and let them just catch up the way they did because again it was nearly a 20 point difference at the end of the third quarter and of course Al Hawford became Mr. Stephen Hawford and helped with that 8-0 run making it a close ass game you know I blame the Warriors for just taking uh, taking off the foot off the pedal. But uh, like I said, I don't. I'm not going to apologize for what I said. You and I, Bree and, and, and Thompson, we were all watching the game together, and we all saw that one play could have been the game difference. The whole uh, you're talking about the Eastern Conference Finals. Exactly. That was not down to one play. It was down to one play. It was 98-96 with 35 seconds on the clock. Jimmy Butler got the rebound, went to the the side of his side of the court, and instead of putting the three-point 
the, pulling Instead the three, of going for the easy shot. Or the foul. Or just getting the foul, which he is a master of. He could have gotten an easy foul out of big old man Al Hoffer. Shout out to my primo. Happy birthday. Belated birthday. He could have definitely gotten that foul and made the game more interesting. It could have been went to overtime. But he decided, like, I'm going to make it a big show. I'm going for it. And it failed. If the shot would have made in, we would have been having a whole different conversation. And that's facts. But since it didn't happen, I got to give props when props do. Shout out to the Celtics to making it to the finals. But you're still losing in game five. You know, as a bold statement, and I've been repeating this everywhere where we conversate. But in reality, it should go to game six Warriors. I'm still going with the Warriors at the end of the day. High five. Pick me. I'm not gonna pick you. You just talk. Pick like, me. No, just talk. Oh, you picking me? Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Can you. I tell you? You haven't sounded more passionate on this episode until you until you started to talk about the Celtics and the Eastern Conference Finals and the NBA Finals. I just want to acknowledge that you seem a little bit upset. And I'm not upset. You know, I, I I just I'm not a fan <laughs> of the Celtics fans coming to my face and be like, I told you, I told you. I'm like, like, dude, your whole motive was dependent on one play that could have made it or break it. You know what I'm saying? Because Celtics were way far in the lead throughout the whole game in Game Seven, and they allow the Heat to make 11 or 12-0 run towards the end of the game, to where Jimmy Butler had the choice of either sh- going for the jumper, which again. Again, a lot of players says it was a good option, but he should have went for the foul to make it more of an, a closer game. That's where the Celtic fans got all crazy in, in a bunch. And yes, I know, five game, Warriors, bowl statement, whatever. But I was surprised that the Celtic were fighters. They did what they had to do in the fourth, and they won game one. Good job, but... Warriors in five. Listen, Six. I didn't say I didn't say I didn't appreciate your passion. However, I. What I will say is the reason why you detest Celtics fans so much is because you are a fan of another team in Celtics territory. So they love to come for you. Because of your proximity to Celtics territory, you have an immense hate for Celtics fans because those are the ones that are closest to you. And they just... I I just don't know what pleasure they have just coming at me every freaking time. If you, and I'd I, I, I be passionate about it too. I, I got to be clear with you though. If you were in Atlanta, uh-huh. you would have a problem with their fans. If you were in Miami, you would have a problem with their fans. If you were in San Antonio, you would have a problem with their fans because none of those those fans match your team. I mean. I would find a community that is and not deal with like the rest. No, you'd go to the community that you love. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be it. But I'm surrounded so, with I just don't want you to sit here and shit on all Celtics fans because there's assholes in every camp. People are gonna talk shit to you regardless. I mean, especially we if focus they know they more on the negative than the positive. And I know there are good Celtics fans out there and I appreciate y'all, but it's the negative one that really just like It's the negative ones that are close to you. <laughs> that just ruin it. it just, they just ruin it. And it, that's what really pissed me off. But yes, Mr. Wally, what's your thoughts of the game? Were you impressed? Did you knew that the Celtics were going to make that big of an impact, or did you expect it to be a blowout to then coming down to like a a twelve point ending lead? Like, what's your thoughts? Listen, bro. I already told y'all niggas last week that it's Celtics in six. 
I picked the Celtics. All right. I told you on Thompson off in, offline before last week's episode that they statistically have been, due to all the advanced analytics, mm-hmm. are the one team in the league that have the best defensive and offensive chance. Warriors are number two in defense. To be, it doesn't matter. Last night they weren't. Uh, they, they literally gave up 15 points. 30 point swing. They lost by 12. I don't want to hear shit about Warriors nothing. Literally up 15, 40 to 16 in the fourth quarter. We're not talking emotion. We're talking facts. No, fair. And that's fair. 30 point swing. And then they lost by 12. After being up 15, starting the fourth quarter, nigga, I don't want to hear nothing. And they didn't get beat by Jason Tatum. He played terrible yesterday. 15 points. They got beat by Jalen Brown and your your primo. Uh, He did 26. He was he led all scorers because it, it was his birthday, you know. The he Dominican led all scorers. God allowed him to have. He's gonna play like night. that again tomorrow, bro. I thought it was Sunday or whatever it is. All right, they're gonna win the next game. I said, I said Celtics and six. It's gonna be Celtics and six. I am. I will be surprised if Golden State wins on Sunday because the way they gave up that lead last night showed me a bunch of things. I I play basketball. That's what I do. I play basketball. 100%. I tell jokes. I ran track, and I played soccer. Those three sports I fucking love. But I love basketball more than I love fucking track, and I love track more than I love soccer. When I watched that game yesterday, and I saw how Golden State, you said they took their foot off the gas. No, nigga, they got punked. They- Al Hoffman and Jalen Brown punked them. When them niggas said, you know what, yo, Jason, you don't got it tonight. Nigga, say less. We got you. Every, when they started scoring, they hit four. They hit four, four or five points and two mid-range shots in a row. Everybody on the court started playing better defense. Marcus Smart became the defensive player of the year. Grant Williams, Robert Williams. Grant, wait, wait, wait. Grant Williams did zero points, six rebounds, and four assists. He was not that much. Two Within a, 16 minutes, he just did look cardio. At you, look at you. Look at he you. He did 16 minutes of cardio. The two out of the six rebounds he had were offensive rebounds, my brother. I said what it was, but. And they got them points. How many minutes? Five points. He only played 16 minutes. It doesn't matter. Six rebounds in 16 minutes is not a bad. Stat. But it's this not- nigga just rattled off his whole shit. He didn't. He rattled off his whole stat line. Listen to me. When I tell, listen to me. He was not that impactful. He what? Listen. He did what he was supposed to do. He didn't need Al to Harper score. Was. Hold on. Wait. I'm confused. White was. I'm confused. Derek White was. In your in your opinion, is six rebounds in 16 minutes a bad stat? In my eyes, if six rebounds within 16 minutes, it's. To me, it's not that impressive, but it it helped the Celtic in this scenario. Hey, that's all I'm saying. In this scenario, it that is all I'm saying. It, He's like, a role player. player. Wise, it's it's so, not it a, sounds like you're trying to say he didn't work because, hard. That sounds like hard work to me. I mean, it's like Carl Lowry shooting two, like zero points, played 25 minutes, and only did four assists and also nine rebounds. Is that also good stats for you? And he's supposed to be a key player. Grant Williams is just a role player. He's just, he played his role within the 16 minutes, and that's fine. Right, but Grant Williams is not always on the court, is he? He was. He was until they started switching if up. If those 16 minutes are 16 minutes straight, six rebounds is like, ah, okay. But what did those 16 minutes let look me, like? Let me, let me, my, my brother is emotional and wrong, so let oh me. Oh, God. Let I'm me emotional break it down. now? Yeah, you are. Shout out to the tequila. Yeah. Jason Tatum. 
13 assists, 12 points, 5 rebounds, 42 minutes. Al Horford, 26 points, 3 assists, 6 rebounds. Yeah, 26. Robert Williams, 8 points, 6 rebounds, no assists. Jalen Brown, 24 points, 5 assists, 7 I rebounds. I said 24. Uh, Marcus Smart, 18 points, yep. 4 assists, 5 rebounds. And Derek did And I 20. think he had 2 or 3 steals. And Derek White uh, helped with the offense Derek as well. White, 21 points, yep. 3 assists, 1 rebound. They were the big four. Payton Pritchett, 8 points. Two assists, six rebounds. You got him confused with Grant Williams, who only had three assists with three rebounds. Listen, we're going to go to the Warriors side. Stephen Curry, 30. Draymond Green, another almost a tri- triple single. No, four points, five assists, Eight 11 points. rebounds. Andrew Wiggins, 20 points, zero assists, five Curry rebounds. Kev, uh, Kevon Lu, uh, oh, they played oh like Andrew Wiggins and Draymond, 30. Uh, yeah, 20 plus minutes. Draymond played 38. Yep. Wiggins played 35. Kevon Looney, 25 minutes, but he only had four points, five assists, nine rebounds. Klay Thompson, 30 fucking nine minutes. He played all but three minutes in the game. Well, all but 12 minutes in the game. This nigga had 34 points. No, 15 points. 15. 15 points, three assists, and two rebounds. Steph Curry, 38 minutes, 34 points, five and five. Andre five Dallas assists, five was, rebounds. That was and then Jordan Poole, nine points. He ain't going to do that again on Sunday. He's going to have more than that. Two assists, two rebounds. And then Otto Porter Jr., who I fucking totally forgot to He add. went off. No, he did not. He had 12 he points. He did in the first He half. had 12 points, zero <laughs> assists, and four rebounds. He went off. And for whatever reason, Steve Kerr decided to start this nigga Andre Iguodala. <laughs> he played 12 minutes, had seven Part points. Part of my shit talking was be, because Gary Payton, uh, the second, was clear. And he's much of a younger leg. He didn't play. And he didn't play. And that's what uh, I was a little bit worried about, like, why I'm seeing he's Andre. Not gonna, he's not going to play. But he was clear, though. And they said that he was. He's not going to play. All right. This is how. Sunday. This is the thing about basketball, NBA shit. It's chess. It's not even that. It's chess. Young niggas like Gary Payton, he could be a factor. But he's just coming off of a very, very tough leg injury. So Steve Kerr is not going to play him. They don't need him. They need fucking Jordan Poole not to score nine. Jordan Poole needs to score 15 at least if they're going to be competitive. You know what I'm saying? They they just gave up a 15-point lead at home. Which was And you and Coots fucking delusional asses are <laughs> over here talking about, oh, rah, 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 and half of the time, when you arguing, nigga, it sounds like you're more mad as a Celtics fan that they didn't play better versus being mad at the Warriors for playing worse. Because I am of the fucking mindset that you and Coop mm-hmm. are low-key motherfucking Boston Celtics fans. Unwilling. Okay, sure. Unwilling Celtics fans, but Celtics fans are Celtics right. fans, nigga. Uh-huh. I know my nigga Thompson. Thompson tried to pretend in the varsity. Just because I have a Pierce jersey at the house doesn't you mean you shouldn't that. even you have, have that. Pierce jersey. You shouldn't even have that. And we didn't even know that. Why did you offer that information? But, because, because you're a like, Celtics fan, nigga. No. Why do you have a Paul Pierce jersey? Because it was a gift from my. Is mom. it green and white? Yes. And it's not even like the the thread. It's the plastic ones. It's not like an authentic. He journey. said it's not the thread. <laughs> it's not the authentic ones. Like it's just a, the plastic. How long one. ago did she buy it for you? Oh, this was back in like high school. Like Celtics it, fan. Celtics fan, my nigga. No way. No way. <laughs> no. You way. were still at Mount. 
I was at Mount. Nigga, that was over 15 years ago. And it was a gift. And you still have the do jersey. Do you throw away gifts? Yes, the fuck I do. If they really, don't, when it comes from like someone you love and care, if it no longer serves a purpose to me, if I'm not gonna, it's work. a shirt. It's a jersey. I could wear wherever I go. I could wear white. But you don't. I don't wear it. I actually, I do when I go to the pool. So you are willing to get wet in a Paul Pierce jersey? Pause. <laughs> Like you made that weird. <laughs> like, you made it weird. Nigga. No, I'm making it. I wear it as a swimming attire. I didn't make it weird. Like, oh yeah, I go to the basketball court. Yo, and I'm this rocking nigga J Poppy is wilding. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm I'm wild. Yo, wilding, nigga. Yeah, Celtics fan, King. I'm sorry. Just sorry to say, I'm not. You just got mad and you, bro. You I'm mad at the fan. We you rattled off. All of Grant Williams' stats, even though they were wrong, but you were so convinced that this nigga had eight points, six rebounds, and three assists. You said it so fast. I haven't heard you say any stat line from any nigga on the other team. The I, team I that you picked to win. I mentioned Al uh, Point. Uh, Al Point? Who the fuck is Al, Al Point? Al Hartford Point's. I mentioned Browns, and I also mentioned Derek White's. I'm talking about the opposite team. You are going for Golden State. Yeah, Golden State. I mean, I already knew the numbers. I don't think you did. <laughs> oh, wow. I think I think when you listen to this podcast, you're gonna have a come to Jesus moment. No, and I'm, I'm gonna in be this fine. moment, you are going to recognize that, or maybe you might come to have a come to Jesus moment and vehemently deny the truth, and that's fine too. Look. I was impressed with Steph Curry doing 21 points in the first quarter. That's a fact. I was impressed. Clay did it first. Keep going. And, and during that game, I'm talking about last night's performance, not overall. Clay like, did it first. 21 points fine. in a quarter, Clay did it first. Continue. That's fine, but in yesterday's game, it was Stephen who did 21 points. Yes, and finished with 34. And finished with 34. So he scored 13 more. I was I was Should have finished with 50. I was impressed was with Potter, uh, Porter uh, being able to be effective on the, from the arc. I was, I'm was i glad that Looney was being still consistent from the Dallas game, even though it didn't come through during the second half. Like, in the first half, I was just like, all right, my money is secure. I got this. However, once the fourth court started and I just saw everything going downhill and the Celtics just being aggressive and did what they did I was like damn they've you know like I said they took the foot off the gas and just got pounded question for you did you already put money on this game I do dollar bets like I commented to you earlier per game per game so it's a dollar bet alright and I also I do have another bet you need to quit I do have another bet that if the team that I pick, which is the Warriors, win, uh, the loser is going to buy me lunch at a place, a common place we agree on, and vice versa if I lose. Who's this person? Just, uh, the IT manager from my job. Just how, have your money ready. That's all I'm going to say. Yo, screw you. Have your money ready. Where's the fee? Where's the, like, the support? First off, first off, you want me to support a bunch of light-skinned niggas that I've hated since 2015? God damn. That's number one. That's potty foul number one. If you really knew who the fuck I was, you would know. If you were truly my friend, you would know why I don't want Golden State to win a fourth championship, nigga. You would know that. You would know why I don't want Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson. That nigga's first name is Clay. His mom yes. and dad named him Clay. I'ma call him Cassius, nigga. I'm not calling him Clay. I'ma call him Clashes. Cassius. What the fuck? I don't care about them niggas. I don't give a fuck about Golden State. I ain't never been to California, and if I do, I'm not going to Oakland on purpose because I don't like them niggas. What the fuck is you talking about? 
And you over here asking me monkey ass questions about rah, 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 rah. no nigga. To do your dollar bets with the niggas who are broke like you and broke like me and only have a dollar to bet per game. Mm-hmm. But like, just stop betting. Stop period. calling my niggas broke. We're not broke. We're broke. I'm broke, nigga. B r o k e. No, I don't. Capital that. B, little I R, capital O, that. little K. Capital E, nigga. I'm broke. I'm broke. Broke me. I'm not even supposed to do dollar bets or ten dollar bets. You know what I'm saying? It no, means I don't if have you that broke, you're doing to, If you weren't broke, you'd be doing like thirty dollar bets per game. It, it all depends on what is in my reach and what I'm comfortable with. But some people are so stingy when they lose, they don't Listen, pay up. I'm not talking about your overall finances. First of all, Both I just I just relax. want you to stop talking about my people in a negative light. I'm not. Who's I'm not, my people? I'm not talking black people. I'm not talking about just like black people. I'm talking about in general. Some people are very stingy. I'm not talking them. about you. <laughs> who are you talking about, Bree? Never mind. Never mind. It went over I'm, niggas. I was, I'm lost. It's okay. Go ahead. Who are you talking Continue about? Continue your argument. Listen, well, all I need to, all I need you to know is you're a Celtics fan. Oh, oh, fine, whatever. I don't think you're a Golden State stand. I was never was. I just I don't think I just you want really them want them to the win. That's all. I, I don't think you ever wanted them to win anything. I don't even think you wanted them to win an Emmy, nigga. Like an Emmy, an Emmy. Yeah, I'm just pulling shit out of my ass because that's what you do with your basketball takes. You just pull shit out of your ass. I don't think you ever wanted them niggas to win anything, bro. You didn't want them to come out of the West. Now that they're out of the West, you was like, all right, boom, I'm gonna pick you guys over the Celtics. Offline, I just said my pick was Phoenix, and once Phoenix lost, my to- point exactly. I said I'm hoping you're making my point. You're making my. I point. could do that though. My team is now no longer in the playoffs. I could change my opinion. I could Your team was never in the playoffs. Chicago, Chicago, was, Chicago was. They lost. Oh, you first round knockout. Yeah, they were first round knockout. By he who? Said your team was never in the playoffs. Uh, yo, <laughs> you coming at me what? saying like I don't know my shit? Like, come on, hold man. Hold on, hold on. I know my team. No, I'm laughing because he. That's was Chicago in the playoffs in the NBA. Dude, they were like seventh seed. Oh yeah, y'all were for a gentleman, yeah. gentleman sweep, gentleman sweep. I think the tequila is kind of impacting. Like, don't worry parts. about what the tequila is doing right, to me. Back. For gentleman sweep to the Warriors, your your new team. The, and you're the, wearing the, gold the today, which is wild. The rooting team. Let's be clear. You're wearing gold today. I'm wearing the Animaniac, man. That shit's. Fun. But that's gold for Golden State. Oh God. My nigga Josh, man. My pick was the Warrior. That's the point of the whole conversation. Why? Because experience, and I believe they they're the ones to win it this year. That's That's the most Stephen A. Smith answer I ever got from any nigga on this podcast. (laughs) Weston Thompson. I answered the question. I answered directly. I believe they're the most. You just gave me jargon. (laughs) I want to hear from you. Why are you picking them? Don't give me no ESPN or Fox Sports one takes, nigga. Why are you rooting for them to win this series in five games? by stats, they're the underdog, and I always root for the underdog. Didn't you point out I always go for the underdog earlier? I think you pointed that out. Don't bring no, Brian TMS. Did. You she said I rooted for the underdog. We definitely didn't no, you say that. I said you're going for the underdog storyline. That's what I said. Yes. Yes. I always do. So but if, she, if, she was saying that based on words that came out of your mouth. She wasn't telling you that. Well, my point is yeah. everybody's going for the Celtics. 
I'm going for the Warriors. Everybody's going for the Warriors. This is everybody the thing. going for the Celtics. And you just pointed out that the stats and the facts and the numbers and this and yes. that and Fulana mm. yeto, yeto. At the end of the day, it's Yo, he got so passionate. The Celtics. He got, he got so passionate. He went to Spanish. Yo, like, this is getting oyeto, ridiculous, guys. Like, listen, listen, honestly, bro. like he he pointed out numbers. He pointed out facts. He pointed out. He proved that I read someone's stats wrong. Which again, my apologies, Grant. Well, but it didn't matter. In my bro, eyes. Bro, 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 bro. Listen, listen, listen. I'm picking the Warriors. Dímelo. Dímelo. Is that a, a good poppy, word? Poppy. Poppy. I'm picking the Warriors. Don't call me Poppy. Uh, Papa. Papa. I'm picking the Warriors. I know you picked the Warriors. All right. So what's... What else do you So what happens do? if they lose on Sunday? They lose game two. What are you going to do? You're going to stick to five? No. Or are you just going to defer and be like, you know what? It's I like, don't know. I, I feel like I say words to you and you just only listen to certain part of it. I said... <laughs> I, I said to you oh, multiple shit. times, I'm going bold statement, game five Warriors, if not six. I said six multiple times. Right. I, it's, it's, it's in the group chat that we're in. I said five bold, six being realistic. I yeah, said okay. that multiple times, but he doesn't bang. get that. No, I get it. No, you, I think you're crazy. Here's oh. why. Here's why. <laughs> if Golden State loses at home in game two, okay. right? They can only win in game six, but you are hard ironclad on Golden State in five. Do you really think they're going to win four games in a row against Boston if they lose game two? There's a possibility, yes. I'm not asking for a possibility. I want you to tell me. Do okay, you so feel? So we're gonna go to commercial. So no, we're gonna we're ending we're ending after this. We're ending after this because Josh is fucking and you you're emo right now, nigga. I'm emo. You're emo. You're like emotional and and you shouldn't be emotional. I'm not being emotional. Neither one. Your team isn't even. Neither one of these teams is your team. Exactly. I'm a LeBron James fan. The Lakers ain't in this. Never made it to the, the play-in. That's fine. He okay. already won in, in a Lakers uniform. 2020 in the bubble. Chicago ain't won since the 90s. Hey, 98 to be exact. That is facts. So what are we talking about? I mean, like... You're talking about a team that you're on the bandwagon for it, to beat another team because you hate the bandwagon fans. And I'm asking you, if they lose game two... Are you just going to let go of the ego and say, yo, I, it's probably not going to be something. Uh, it's not going to be going to stay in five. No, because then I'm going to still from your so you're early, gonna, you're from gonna your gonna early question. I, I'm going to believe that there's going to be a sweep from game three, the six. And you think you're going to win four in a row. Hey. I nah, this it. nigga tripping. I'm, I'm tripping. So we're out of here, man. Episode two sixty eight <laughs> of the pregame podcast. That's your. That's the answer he you were said, looking I for. I believe in miracles. I didn't know shit. I, 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 like I believe, the, believe the children are future. The, Teach them well and the we believe team lead way. with Davis, uh, Stephen Jackson, Matt Barnes, and them. Yeah, but he said we he believe. Show them all he the said, beauty I they. The I got the faith of a mustard seed. Possess inside, which the. No. I, I know the Golden State have an oak tree too in the jersey, so maybe is that an oak I mean, tree? Yeah, 
Not a willow tree. Widow tree. Maybe. Listen, this nigga Josh is emo right now. <laughs> I'm not emo. You feel me some type of way. And it's it's fine, man. Like I get it. My voice hates- is going up because it's putting a narrative to what is not. I'm just on your emo, bro. He hates y'all Boston Celtics fans. I'm not so a fan much. of most of y'all Celtics fans. Correct. Yes. Most of you He's he's not a fan so much that he keeps a jersey in his closet. Lock, tuck, and ready from my to mom. go. You're not gonna bother. You're not throwing my tea in your mess. You're a fan, bro. I'm <laughs> not. It's fine. Listen. I respect the players. And he said, if they go down, da- if Golden State goes down 2-0, he's still gonna root for them niggas in yes, six. Because I have to finish what I started. If I'm saying Warriors and they lose, then I say, hey. The team that I picked lost, and it is what it is. I'm telling you right now, ain't no way Boston loses any games at the Garden. Okay. So if they lose game two, nigga, the game, the series is over in four. All right. Period. Crystal. Do we do we need to do a dollar bet? I, I, is that gonna make you it, feel better? Are Are you flexible for that? I'll do a dollar bet with you just because uh, I want. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah, so you, you know, know what? Fuck this shit. We're out of here, man. <laughs> Episode right, so 268. Need, Go ahead. I, I need a favor. We got fancy with the audio, so I'm going to tell you to tell your comrades to tell their comrades and their comrades' comrades. I'm sick of you. <laughs> I'm fucking sick of you. Nah, tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell... Their little sister Their little brother Cause younger siblings Are always telling something About the pregame podcast Because Unlike the things That they were snitching on This is something That needs to be heard I'm just saying Alright I know you guys heard that This is episode 268 of the pregame podcast Whoa Queen Bree Bree A.K.A. Bristol Soldier A.K.A. Bree Spreece A.K.A. Bree Bree with the shoulders Josh A.K.A. Jay Casanova Jay Poppy Jay Aguilla Jay Jay Too Sensitive uh, Thompson A.K.A. Red Velvet A.K.A. DJ Incredible A.K.A. Nigga who's always late or not here at all We are signing the fuck off Episode 268 of the pregame podcast I love you We all love you Until next week y'all Stay black Peace And of course we cannot forget the hair grease Ah. Hello.